This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fuelled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that can kick it further than Charlie Adams. I'm Stanford Chidge, and uh, we have lots to report tonight. Uh, but first of all, all uh, another dogged win against Stoke, which brings Chelsea three points nearer the title. Five more wins and a draw will win it, but it's clearly going to be hard going and nothing can be taken for granted. Of course, it might be so much easier if Chelsea could actually finish the plethora of chances they create, but there we go. Will Costa's hamstring injury make this even harder in the next eight matches, or do we have the Remy D? <laughs> Only time will tell. Now, on tonight's show, which is great to be back, actually. It feels like more than two weeks. Those flaming international breaks, but... Uh, I think we'll start this way round. We have my great friend and the font of all Chelsea knowledge, really, and certainly amongst the Twitterati, Mr. Dan Levine at Blues Chronicle himself. Yes, I think so, Jonathan. Bravo. Evening, evening. Good to, good to see you, mate. How it's are you? marvellous to be here. I just want to take you to task on something. Go on, then. Now, I know you have to make certain Already. changes to Already. the format. Because you're no longer on television. But do you really think we will have to sit in the nude like this? It's a bit much. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you into a secret, actually. Only the, only Jonathan will know this, but actually we used to present it uh, with nothing below our waist. In true BBC News yeah. style, didn't we? Yeah. The other issue I have is I can't believe you're making Sophie Rose sit here and not say anything. Yeah, well, you know. See, She's cold, the poor girl, I can tell. Sophie should be obscene but not heard. Very good. <laughs> you, you tee him up, son. She's going to be dancing a bit later on, isn't she? I hope so. Apparently. Yeah, I've got the pole yeah. in, in the corner. Uh, anyway, uh, moving swiftly along, Jonathan Kidd. It, as I said to you when you walked in the door, uh, it feels like a year since I've seen yeah, you, mate. Yeah, yeah, well, we've got a Time goes differently for it you. It does. Yeah. The, the, see, the last time I saw you, you were actually on TV presenting something presented, called the Chelsea Fancast. Yeah, which was, was um, joy. I think got it right by the... Uh, yeah. 
you, the fourth time. You see, I, I can now actually, now Jonathan's amongst us again, I can reveal the real reason why we've shut down the Chelsea Fancast TV show. It's because all the ratings went down to nothing. No, was, you were so good on the last episode that I just couldn't, <laughs> I just felt I, I can't come back. I can't come back, so I'm going to have to shut it. It's, uh, it's flickering. Is it? Oh, that's because I, I, I probably need to turn it down. Can we shout to the, the listener too much? I am the, uh, I'm the, the flickering warning. This is the, this is the sound man's curse, you see. You set, you set the levels before you start, and we all talk really quietly. And then the minute the show starts, we all get really excited. We talk very loudly, but what can you do? What you're going to do? Anyway, it's great. It's great to have Jonathan back on the show because I, I, be I, I for one, have missed him hugely. Uh, and it's a very special night tonight uh, because we have a debut. I do like a debut on the Chelsea yeah, Fancast. Yeah. A debut. A debut, and uh, we have from such an informed source as well. We have the lovely, lovely, lovely Clayton Beerman, who I think, it, without question, I can call him the star columnist for the Chelsea fancast. The fact that he's the only columnist should not be held against him, uh, but he is the star columnist. And I, I think round of applause for Clayton, actually. Yeah. Great to see you, mate. How are well, you? Thank you very much for asking me. Uh, it's very nice to be making my debut tonight. Your debut. My debut. Yes, uh, very good. Um, I'm very well, thank you. What, what, what's with the Richie Benno impersonation? Well, he was. Uh, he says debut. 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 He does, doesn't so, he? Yeah, he does. So uh, Don't start me and him off on cricket. <laughs> Please. I won't. It'll be a four-hour show. No, I won't. I won't. But yeah, no, it's absolutely fantastic to be good. here. And um, the 77 begging letters have paid off and I'm they have. here. Yeah, oh, they, were, they were all from you, of course. And they were all threatening, yes. They had different names on them, though, I just know. to try. And confuse me, mate. What's the same writing? Yeah. Same that cutout stuff that you know, yeah. ransom demands uh, and all same that. Magazine, anyway, we should get on with the show. Really, uh, lots of people in Mixler, I believe, uh, tonight. Uh, let's have a look. I've got my computer here. There's more. There's more than it says there. I think you can add. You can add at least one to that. No, that's a, that's a six, then, is it? No, it's all good. It's good. Who we got? We got J- uh, JP's in. JP McCray. We got the lovely Allison, Johnny T who's already uh, approved of my uh, title for this show, which I've yet to reveal, but only on Twitter. Clive, Will, Alex is in the house as well. Jack around the chick. Yeah, loads of people. It's good, good to see you all in here. Hopefully we'll have a little bit of chatting with you later on. Right, now, on the show tonight, we will be kicking off with the ratings for the Stoke game, which I've pilfered uh, from Mark Worrell on the ESPN uh, blog site. Yeah, don't use yours, Dan. You're, you're even tighter than he is. I will be joining issue, of course. With them. You will. You you won't like them just this week. You won't like them because I've got, they've I've got two at least. Yeah, yeah I've got two at you least. won't like them because they're very high this week. Anyway, so we'll have the ratings, and and we then let's see what you don't know. We now actually do a little bit of a man of the match in this part. Do we? Yeah, we do because I just because so yeah, I've got I've elbowed the fannies controversially. <gasps> yeah, but we still have the man of the match, okay. so we'll be doing that, and then we're going to have a chat about the game, and I think you know we're going to concentrate mainly on Costa, Hazard, and Courtois for various reasons. Uh, after all of that, we're going to be asking where, wherefore art thou, Oscar? Where's he gone? I think there's a there's a there's Probably a somewhere else. <laughs> he's been abducted by aliens. Yeah. He's been abducted by aliens, and a, and a shit player like me has been put in his place, or something like that. Uh, anyway, so we're going to be doing that. We're going to be applauding Matthew Harding's blue and white army. I'm tempted to say Matthew Harding's blue and white army. Matthew Harding's blue and white army. Matthew Harding's blue and white army. You love that. Look at that. But also there was a Hey Jude. That was the best performance. That was a rivaled. It rivaled. Uh, um, I was going to say PSG, but that wasn't that wasn't the one. What did it rival earlier on in the season? There was another game that was fantastic. I can't remember. I've been useless as a broadcaster. But um, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you, you lost me. I, I drifted off somewhere else already, mate. Into the mic. But anyway, but it was utterly it was, superb. And it came it? from nowhere. Yeah. All of a sudden, but, 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 beginning but, but, of the second but that, half. It that just rivals that whole process of actually doing, just keeping going. Yeah. Mm. Rivals yeah. what happens when you're away. Yeah. We'll get back to that. Because yeah. I think I we, what this I've, this, I've, this I've is this shot me bolt now. I yeah, I was going to say yeah. premature something. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, do you have to do that? Anyway? Yeah, no, I no, no. We well, have we're a, all naked, aren't we? We yeah. have yeah. a word, premature articulation. That's what it is. That's exactly. Uh, so there we go. We're going to be a, ch- a chat about that because they deserve a proper chat. Uh, are we worried about Arsenal? And we'll be pondering where and if, or is it if and where check might be going in the summer? And to wrap up, we've got some. Chelsea Chudder stats. Not many, but we have some, which is an improvement on the last couple of shows because we had none. Uh, and that was probably good because Martin got to waffle on. And, of course, we'll have the usual roundup of stuff. Uh, apart from all of that, don't forget you can tweet us whilst you're listening to the show, if you like, at Chelsea Fancast, and I will try and remember to have a look. Uh, of course, if you're in the Mixler chat room, you can post on the live chat page at mixler.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast during the show. Tell us what you think about the games, anything else Chelsea related, or even just send in loads of messages for, of love for Jonathan that he's back. Oh, thank you. That would be nice. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I could do with a boost. So there we go. Uh, the Chelsea football fancast. We've got the remedy. Oh, you're oh, so clever. Thank you very much. I thought it was it stoked, though, wasn't it? It was. Stoking it up. Yeah, but I thought, no, that's the one. That's the one. Right, OK. Without further ado... If there's any any uh, mixlery type messages, uh, evening Chidge and fellow podcasters, hello JP McCrate. There we go, they're all in there. The Liverpool game, perhaps. What, what are you talking about, Baldwin Thirteen? The atmosphere he's talking about. Oh right, okay, good point. Yes, uh, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I'll try. Exactly. I'll yeah, try and catch up. Semi final. Yeah, well done, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I'll try and catch good up. Shout. I'll try yeah, good and catch up. Shout. Thank you. Right, okay, we're going to do the ratings for uh, the Stoke game, which I pilfer uh, from the wonderful legend and genius that is. Uh, Mark Worrell and he writes them up on his ESPN blog so they're getting a they're getting a credit what would you want yeah, hey, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. and they are they are for those of you watching in black and white they are Courtois 6 Aspilicueta 6 <laughs> Terry 8 just to get, keep you on your toes uh, Cahill 7 Ivanovic 6 Matic 7 Fabregas 6 now before I finish I need you to pause after I've read them all just hold your breath for about a minute, okay? Okay, okay. All right, where was a I? Minute. Fabregas, six. Yeah, you can do a minute, can't you? I can, yeah. But You've I... had lung training, you're an actor. I do, exactly. I do. I do. I do. There you go, Fabregas. Well, I will get some water and we'll waterboard you at the same time. <laughs> you do realise yeah, that, exactly. That, okay, Fabregas, six. William, eight. Oscar, five. Hazard, nine. Remy, eight. Uh, he actually gave Remy less than eight, but I, well, he gave William six. I thought William was good, so I gave him an eight. Uh, Remy, he gave eight. Substitutes: Costa uh, doesn't even get a point for pulling his hamstring. Minus two, impossibly. Uh, Drogba got six. Cuadrado got six. <laughs> what? So there you go. Now you will. You are going to go last on this because I, I can sense that you're really you know you calm 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 it down we're going to ask Clayton Clayton is the is the debutant or the de- debutant or can yeah. you say debutant in a Richie Beno style debutante that's very good very good marvellous very good indeed. very quick sorry very quick Ronnie, Richie Red Beno story because you were there too you might have been there as well but I was at Lords. I don't know do you like your cricket Dan I don't like cricket well, you might have been there too you can join the Lords club with us but I was there for his last ever commentary in a match in England and people stood up and here's a quiz question for you what what match was that uh, a cricket match it was very Thank good you. Clayton Thank you. I don't know 
I've done you all. Superb. Oh, was it? Oh, was it? it was, nope. It wasn't, it wasn't. No, that's there. <laughs> it's in India. It's a trick question. Well, yeah, yeah. It was the whatever the big one day final, whoever sponsored it in those days was, uh, between Hampshire and Warwickshire. And as a Hampshireman, I was there going yeah, absolutely that. mental, absolutely pissed, loving it because we won. But it was Richie Benno's last commentary uh, in England on the radio. So there you go. How Church, they're loving this in Mixland. How many have we lost so far? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> not Only one or two of you. You drunk <laughs> or something? There were only three in the first Oh, that's place. very true. All right. Okay, Clayton. Okay. Uh, what do you think about all that lot? I, well, I, I've got several points <coughs> I have an issue with. I thought Asby was fantastic yeah. on uh, yeah. Saturday, and I would give him an eight. Um, Cahill, maybe. I don't know. Seven. Um... Fabregas, I'd give him at least a seven because I thought that's the best I've seen him play at home for a while. William, eight? No, sorry. Uh, seven, maybe. Um, and we'll throw this open to the floor. Why isn't Hazard a ten? What could he have done over and above what he did on Saturday? Scored a, he scored five goals. Like yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, Jonathan. All I mean, right, I love him, right, but okay. I, you know, tens no, no, have to be very, very, oh, very special. Well, I'm sorry, but I was, was special. I, I, I thought he was... Unbelievable on Saturday. Yeah, I, agree with you. I, we... I mean, he did things which you just took your breath away. I, I, I would give, I would have given him a ten or not. A t- okay, give him a nine and a half. Ten with a couple more goals. I've got room for half in the box, Clayton. You could draw a little five. Make Maybe your, I will. Make your box bigger then. Okay, change. that's, that's not, think, not the first yeah. time I've been asked to do Dan, that. Dan tweeted about this. He did. In fact, you, you were saying how he... Jonathan, he wears most of the script by Nick off what he writes anyway. Did you? Did you not know that? Yeah, I realised you did. Five things well, we learned about Chidge's scripts. I, I realised <laughs> there you go. a lot of nicking that... went on, actually. I've just I given... I you didn't yeah. have any views of your own, actually. No, I've got my next week sorted. And that's what I told you. Jonathan, it's easy. And you panicked. And they said, you thought that I was this great font of noise. No, I just nick it from Dan. Your next article is going to have to be five things I've learned about the Chelsea fan cast script. What to do is to, you need to put mm. something that's completely wrong and untrue. And then I'll you'll plant then, it. Then, yeah, I'll plant it. yeah, but I've got, no, I've got no shame, so I'd still do it. I know, but then it would be completely wrong. And then you go, aha! 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 Yes. That, that, that old trick. Okay, Dan, take mm. it away. Uh, I, I'm just going to back up really what Clayton said, I think. I think... Um, Looking at those numbers, you could easily take at least half a point off Oscar, maybe a whole point <laughs> off Oscar, and give five's it, pretty low for us. And give it to to Hazard. Five's pretty low for us. I know, but he had a shocker, didn't he? Also, I, I think um, William was as poor early on no, as he no, was no. good later. Um, and I wouldn't give him an. Answer. I'm going to pick you up on on William in a minute because I've got strong views about William's William's performance uh, from Saturday. Because okay. I, 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 but I shall keep my. Powder dry because Jonathan is about to ignite like a powder keg. No, 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 can no, I just no, add one no, more? No, you can have one more point. You've got one more to say. One more, and that is um, on uh, Courtois six. Now I know the starting point is generally a six, and Courtois don't deserve a six if that's the starting point. Well, I, we are going to have a big rumble about whether have, Courtois was yeah. at fault or not. Gonna I'm going to keep that a right, lid on okay. that one for now. But I, uh, we'll it's very interesting. The, the, you know, uh, yeah. There, there will be a dis- uh, difference of opinion, yeah, I'm The Mexican sure. standoff yeah. is already, there's, there's is a, already there's a goal on. There's a goalkeeper in the house, that's Yeah, well, this, that's is, this is it's brilliant that you're on here this week. That's we've got the big Courtois issue yeah. to discuss. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff about Czech, so yeah. it's a good, good job you're here. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, no, no, I want to say, but okay. your, your tweet, which I echoed immediately, I favourited and retweeted about... Um, um, Hazard being one of the great players. And replied to him, and, and, I, and I failed to, to, to pick up the bay. I failed to respond. No, 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 but then there was, uh, was it Jonathan Perez, who, uh, who uh, yes. listened to it, who I, I, I uh, used to sit, sit with ages ago, and, uh, and I loved dearly. He, uh, 
he said, well, let's talk about the future. Because I, 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 exactly the same thing I'd said to the person I sit next to, uh, Lynn Eagle, I said to her, that we have to appreciate that he is one of the great Chelsea players. Yeah. And we have without really to, without, without, and, yeah. and I actually, I, I, I tweeted that it, it was spooky that we were thinking exactly the same thing. I was watching, I just was absolutely blown away by how brilliant he was. He is a brilliant, brilliant player. Fantastic. And it's a joyous thing. I wrote that in my tweet. Mm. It's, joy, it's joyous watching his skill. Well, the, the, the word oh. that we agreed on was it yeah. was almost a privilege to yeah, watch yeah, him, wasn't absolutely, it? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I did, I, as I said to you, I tweeted to you, I, when I, I, one of the tweets on Saturday was, I wish I could have had a T-shirt that said, I was there watching Hazard yeah. today. Yeah. Yes, he, yeah. was just, he was, it was a privilege. It was a remarkable, remarkable Absolute privilege. And he actually made up for the fact that Oscar was so... Dreadful. You you haven't blown your top yet. I'm kind of almost disappointed. I was well, expecting well, five. What I was going to blow my top about was was what, what did Quadrado get a six? Mm. He should have got a, a you know what we're talking about. You don't like two. him, do you? Well, no, of course I'm not liking him. You paid twenty three million for a winger. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Sorry, and he's supposed to come in, and he, he just he shows about six yards and stops and passes the ball back. Oh, you Saunders in disguise! Oh, you Saunders in disguise! There's a very good player at the moment playing for Florentina called Salah, who scored six goals. Oh, shut up! No, 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 I'm being contentious here, I agree, not good enough. But, Please, no more. I'm sure. No I'm sure the Sun or the Daily Mail also do a Chelsea podcast, Jonathan. And I'm sure. I'm sure those kind of views would fit in very well there. Okay. Okay. But, no, God, but, I've missed you. Nonetheless, 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 he came on and immediately lost the ball when we were attacking, and you go, "What on earth?" You know what? What I'd like to say about Quadrado. I'm interested to see if these cheat, cheat traps would agree because I, 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 I you know. My view on Quadrado is he's been shite since every game he's yeah. played for us. Okay, I, I'll readily accept that. But what I will say is that I think, unlike Salah, he will improve. Yeah. He, but he, I think the problem with Quadrado is that he needs to get used to two massive fundamental things you've got to play in the Premier League. One is the pace of the Premier League, i.e. people like him get no time on the ball and will be pressed by one or two or three players. Yeah. And two, I think he needs to man up a bit. I don't think he, he, he's really got a sense of the physicality of the game over here yet because he does fall over or get pushed off the ball quite easily and he's, he's, he's a big chap so you know I think he needs to muscle up a bit he was bad when he started and he seems to have got worse well actually I thought he, he did slightly better than he has done yes, uh, on Saturday I thought he had a better game than he has done normally and, you know, at least he, 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 he performed a role in that he reverted to 4-3-3, didn't he? And, uh, um, yeah, I, th- I thought he did uh, OK. I thought he did OK. So he's, he's, he's a wide man. But, you know, it would be so nice to purchase somebody who actually takes well, people on beats you know, and gets across. I mean, you know, who, who is it who does that wonderfully for, uh, for, for Newcastle? Um, the, the little right winger who had a fantastic game for Newcastle against us. I don't know yeah, any other players in Chelsea minutes, apart from Chelsea the French players, guy. Yeah, no, he uh, was, Cabal. was Cabal. He yes. Cabal. Against us, he was excellent. Well, he, he was, was excellent really, really yesterday, in the, um, even when they lost in the... I don't uh, watch any other games other than yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, I'm beginning to understand this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watch a few games. You know, here the only thing I know about Chelsea is what I read that Dan Levine writes. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can we get back to... In a minute, Well, I want to know what these two think about Quadrogic because I think it's a good point. I hope we're not supposed to talk about this later, otherwise I'm well stuck. Okay. Well, you, do you want to go first or shall I go? There you go. There you go. Um, no, his, we're all his, right. his substitute <laughs> performance against Southampton was possibly the worst performance by a Chelsea yeah, player I I've seen in about... But well, I think he'll get better, mate. Well, come he's, on, qualify. He's like a Grosh. He's like a Grosh. In about a long time. No, This Colombian is not okay, ready yet. So, right, okay. <laughs> Why did we buy him? If he's not ready, we sold somebody, and I'm, I don't know whether Shirley was unhappy or all the rest they of it. They didn't like him. 
the other but we sold somebody who was ready for the premiership who was very good in the premiership and replaced him with somebody who's going to be good next year what about the second half of this but I, I, I think I think I don't know what Dan thinks about this but I, I think basically Salah was given okay not a great chance but some some sort of a chance and I think Mourinho decided that he just isn't going to be the player for Chelsea yeah. and I suspect Mourinho's issue with Salah is not is basically mental no this, I'm, I'm talking right. about I'm, I'm talking about Scherler I mean, Schurler. Schurler right. wanted to go, I think. Dan. Yeah, Schurler wanted to go. Okay, yeah. well, that, that's fair enough. I, that, that's, but I mean, Cuadrado is just. I, you say he needs time to settle in. I completely understand that. And everybody goes back and says Henri, when he first played at Arsenal, was rubbish <clears> in the first six months. But at least he could. He, he didn't lose the ball. At least he didn't run, run down blind alleys. This guy just doesn't. He seems to be terrified. Although, to be fair, the tackle, was it Wilson that tackled him that actually nearly bent him in half? Yeah. yeah. And the referee played off. Yeah. I mean, he went missing after that. I would have gone missing. That, I, but I just, I, he's not good enough. I, I just realised I've missed a trick with the title of the show. I should have called it The Colombian and Charlie. Oh, very good. Very good. Very but I don't, I don't know what Dan thinks, but I... I yeah, well, you got to say about that. As nobody else is going to do it, I'm going to prove really unpopular and I'm no, going to be the case for his defence. Ah, well, I kind of slightly no, but did. I think, but I think that's good in that we don't, you know, somebody else needs to come in from a different angle. Okay, so. yeah. I feel, like, I feel like fecking Paxman here. It's like yeah. some general election debate. <laughs> uh, I think it's really, really difficult to come into a new league in January mm. and do really good things. Yeah. And I think we've seen this with a lot of players, a lot of players yeah. who've gone on to do much yeah. better things. Than, than Quadrado is getting anywhere near at the moment. Um, so you can only help that, hope that's the case. Yeah. Chelsea were in a position with Schürrle, as I said, where he wanted off. Salah, I think the decision had long been taken that he was never going to do it for Chelsea. And, you know, Fiorentina, bless him, it's a different le- level, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, it's completely different stuff. Quadrado, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a, a buy for next season, isn't he? But he's got to have these cameos. He's got to have the opportunity, because otherwise he's never going to learn, is he? No, he hasn't I, looked I good. agree. He cannot possibly be as bad as he has been for us because he did well in the World Cup. I can't yeah. actually remember anything stand out. But, you know, and he did well for Fiorentina, but Salah's doing well for Fiorentina. But he just looks like a little boy lost. Yeah, but he'll get better. At the moment. Okay, I, I, well, I, I think he'll get I better. Want, I want him to. And do you know what, Clayton? I'm a Chelsea fan. You know what, Clayton? I want him to get better. Cool. Is, I mean, this, me I, think, I think it's, it's really interesting because I'm reading lots of comments on here which, which you know, you, you would quite expect to see. I mean, Tommy uh, Driscoll, he's a great lad. He says, easy to second-guess yourself when you only get 10 minutes a game. Mourinho clearly only trusts about 13 or 14 players in the squad. And, and I'm sure Dan would agree with me on this. Um, the manager is Jose Mourinho. Um I hate to admit it, but actually I think he does know a little bit more about players and football than I do. So I trust his judgment. If he doesn't doesn't think Salah can cut it, I'm going to trust his judgment. Mm. If he thinks that Cuadrado could do it, Mm. but doesn't do it next year, he'll be off and he'll get somebody else in. Mm. Because that's the world we live in now with Chelsea. That's his world. Well, and and Chelsea, we we can do that. We can do that. Del Horno. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. With with Kesman. He did it. We all realised. He realised. Baldrick. Blimey. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, but yeah, anyway, on, don't on, get me on board. On Quadrado, can, can I just shoot down one ridiculous thing, which was said by, I think, Andy Jacobs, who I like, and I'm not going to have no, to go Andy's on. a right But he, say, he does, he does some, sometimes say things for effect, and when he said that Quadrado was the worst Chelsea player he had ever seen... It's nonsense, isn't it? No, because, no, I mean, I'm sure it's, he's... It's he's, complete and utter nonsense, that was, isn't um, it? You know? Kiki De Lucas. 
Tony no. Maybank. Oh, sorry, that was Yankovic. No, that, that was Yankovic. Who is now? Who is now a superb manager? What he's done with Watford? So I now know why he was so static when he played for Chelsea because he was always thinking about the game too much. Do you remember that wonderful moment where he got the ball and was kicking it, attempted to He went round in a circle trying to beat the player who just toe poked it into the goal. I was behind the goal. It was away somewhere. I'm afraid I. A low moment watching. You know, you know. I've told this story millions of times, but I'm going to do it again. But I actually, because I'm not really a shirt wearer for many reasons. <laughs> well, you're not at the moment. Careful. You can see, yeah. you can see that. But uh, no, you know, I don't wear colours. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know what you know, you and I certainly don't print anything. I don't. I don't. I don't. Certainly don't put anything on the back. All right. Mm. But I had one of those Umbro. You remember the? Was it an Emirates? Emirates we had then. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, I wasn't one it? Of those, yeah. yeah, I had one of those shirts then. And basically, I bought oh, nice. it. I only bought it because uh, um, we had Yukanovich as our number 10. So I put Chidge, number 10, on the back as a lone man protest to say, he is so shit, even yeah, I'm better. Do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. But you should have put that on the back. I did. I, I put Chidge no, 10. Yeah, well, you should have put Chidge uh, because Yukanovich was well, so... Yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't, didn't, couldn't fit it on. Right, we should move on. Um, can I, I want to have a, a very quick... Uh, just a couple of things. Uh, I thought Remy looked very, very lively... I thought his movement was excellent and he scored yet again. But I think there's a general consensus probably around the table that he had a good game and it was good to see him and good to see him get a goal. Yeah, yeah. And I want to talk a little bit more about that later so we, we don't thank, have to really... Thank goodness yeah. we've got somebody that at least can provide something. But good for him. I have to say, you don't, he hasn't got the dynamism of Acosta, obviously. Costa he's not a different player. He's completely yeah. different. But that's what, what I mean. And I, and I thought, apart from the obvious, which is the fact that he scored a goal yep. again, yep. his strike rate is, is phenomenally good. His minutes to goals ratio has yeah. been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Mourinho, Mourinho was very complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not just that. Well, he's what, got it? he's what? got nobody else. What? <laughs> Can I just say that what, what did Drogba get? Did we find out from Nothing. Him? Oh, six. 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 Well, no. Could I say he three? Well, we'll come on to that. But I think he deserves an extra point for that book. I definitely agree. I think that's what he That's what he got. That's what he got the extra yeah, point yeah. for. No, the, the point I wanted to make about Remy, which I thought was really encouraging, was his movement. I mean, he's a very different kind of striker to um, uh, Costa. Uh, but I, li- I like that. I always look for that in a striker when they're just not a, a battering ram like a Costa yeah. or a Drogba. It's, it's how intelligently they move. Torres, for example, he's just to actually stand by the centre half. Don't talk about that twat on this show ever again. Okay, sorry about that. He's up there with the... You know, the he who must, must not be named, but not, we not that one, the other one, but Rafa. We were nice for Bowdy, won't we, for a period? Oh, we, very quick in talking of Rafa, I've just been reminded by that odious, about that yeah, odious yeah, creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't it interesting to hear JT come out with what we yeah, suspected forever and ever and ever Absolutely about what fantastic. a knob jockey Rafa yeah. Benitez is? Well, as I told you, the, the girl I sit next to, her husband is a mate of John Terry's, mm. and, um, and she said, you know, the whole process of him. He didn't pick him because he didn't get on. Yeah, Nothing yeah. to do with him. Because he, he called him out. He wasn't injured at all. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But you could tell. You could yeah. tell that the But we all knew. That's the what Red, I loved the about that. We all knew. was the worst example. Yeah. When Lafondra only scored in the last few minutes. Yeah. You, got, you got a call? Anybody yes, we know? It's, it's my, my Is girlfriend. that your agent? It's my girlfriend. Asking where on earth I am. I'd love it to be my agent. What's it, what does that, does that say? Squid? Squidly. That's my Squidly? Name. Yeah, yeah. I used to be called Squid. 
Well, there we go. I was in a band. I was Jebby Squid. This is right up there with the moment where my wife texted me during a show and Darren grabbed my phone and she called me Pingu. (laughs) (laughs) It's kept Darren Darren going ever since. Yeah, he loves that. He He still calls me Pingu Pingu to this day. So that must mean either you or I are SpongeBob SquarePants. Well, well, hmm. something like that. Um, Right, so we've done Remy very quickly. Um, I just want to put my case for William, actually, because I know you're a bit, you're all a bit hard on William, weren't you? Well, I, I haven't been, but I think the point we were making that he was bad in the first um, in the first twenty minutes, and then oh, I, I don't I didn't feel he was particularly worse than anybody else. I, I didn't think he was particularly well, he bad. His game, I felt. He he just I mean he's fantastic. He puts everything into it. But as we all know, it was really funny actually because on YouTube uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, on the day before the game, they showed a, the goal that he scored against. <laughs> Sorry, I just, just read something on Mixer which just really tickled my Much fancy. But carry on, carry on, carry on. No, 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 no. No. Um, they showed the goal that Williams scored against Stoke last year at home. I, you know, that completely erased my memory. I have no re- recollection of the game or the goal, and it was a good goal. And every time he scores a goal, it's a good goal. But. That's that's the only complaint I've got. He needs to put his foot through it a bit more. Yeah, but I think what, it's a complaint you can make about the team generally. You, you, well, well, in, well, that was the whole my whole point yeah. about finishing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, what, what? Okay, the thing that, I, that apart from a lot of other things that, that piss a lot of people off about William, um, you know, when when he plays in a wide position. Uh, in fact, any anybody—I mean, Aspie and, and Ivanovic are, are equally guilty. They never seem to put a, a decent cross in. But what I noticed on Saturday was the dramatic increases in the number of times that William actually did what old people like us kind of like: seeing somebody go to the byline and <clears throat> put a cross in. Now, it doesn't have to be a wonderfully floated pinpoint cross that lands on somebody's head. I'm just as much of a fan as one that gets whipped in really hard, yeah, six yeah, six yeah, yard yeah, box, low and hard. He did yeah, four yeah, or five yeah, of yeah. them in the whole match, yeah. and but, I thought. Improvement, like it. But then he had changed his game because Chelsea had changed their game. We played a very different game to the game we've been playing in recent weeks, didn't we? We went a lot higher up. We pressed up the pitch an yeah. awful lot yeah. more. Yeah. We went for the judges. That's why they said on match of the day was you, they couldn't get out of the half. Yeah, yeah. I mean that I, was the, I, fir- the first part. They, I thought their analysis was excellent actually yeah, yeah, about that. Right. I, I, tweet, I tweeted during the game that, that Chelsea should be asking the pitch owners for a refund on their rent this week because they're only using a third of <laughs> yeah. the pitch. You know, yeah. um, but they, they did that really, really well. This is a point they made on match of the day. God. God blimey, unusual for them to make. Right, we, they did have Rude Hullet on, so yeah. there we go. But my they said it. Favorite well, one of mine. But anyway, they they said exactly that. That you know, first kind of half an hour, very very high press. Yeah. You know, Stoke couldn't get the ball. I mean, it was like you know the Alamo for them. But in the second half, they hung back, and it was like Ropadope. You know, trying to get Stoke to come out, and then they just they you know they. I think Rude's point was that actually Chelsea created the space by allowing Stoke to have the forward. And and of course, we'll get onto this later, but that is one of the reasons why Courtois got caught out. Yeah, but we'll keep our power yeah, dry on that one. Yeah, they're going to score is by kicking the ball from Right, I must, I must read out. This This is hilarious from Mac Bergson. I think, oh, here we go. Uh, she Don't Come, which is a brilliant uh, uh, Mixler name, I think. Yes, I, I, I think, yeah. you know, you could have shortened that to Celery, possibly. Yeah, and he's got the spelling right as well. He says, yeah. what's, what's happening with Sophie Rose up the Chels? Will she be back? Well... That's a very good question. Uh, I need to speak to her first, and then she's there in the corner. <laughs> no, yeah. she's not really here, Dan. Don't 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 get their hopes up. It's, it's cruel. These are, they, you have to treat them like our children. You give know? the you girls some clothes. I know. Um, but anyway, Mac Bergson followed this up with something even funnier. Oh, actually, yeah. uh, even without video, I think she is a nice addition. Funny back and forth between her and Chidge. Who were? Plus, Chiz tries. Hang on, this is the best one. Plus, Chiz tries to show off, which is funny. 
Is this true? Did I try, try and show off with Sophie? Flirt a bit. Did I flirt yeah, a bit yeah, with her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A little bit, but no, no, in, no less. In, in that case, she can't come back because yeah. my wife listens to this show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. you know, and she'll, she'll, she'll see me. Uh, right, okay. I think it's time that we did our little man of the match, really. Now, um, <laughs> obviously Hazard gets a, a nomination, yep. right? Um, I think Remy deserves one. Yep. And I also think William deserves one. Uh, Discuss. Uh, can I just say about well, I think William, what we have to appreciate, William is fantastically skillful and we expect a certain level from him in the same way we expect a certain level from Oscar, which he's just... Left I, th- I think the other the other thing is that what we have to take into account is William does what his manager tells yeah, him. Yeah, of do. course they don't do what they. Yeah. You know, his defensive duties are as important as, as his offensive ones. He's a, he's a he's a great player. He's a very. I, I, I like him. I like him a lot. I do. Yeah. And I, li- I like him even more because CFC away hates him. <laughs> do they really? Yeah. No, not they. Him. You know, at CFC away. Oh, they've said him, you mean? Him, sorry. him, him. Sorry, sorry, he hates William. Have you yeah, met yeah. the away he fans? Absolutely he hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Why do all my fans hate him? No, no, no. Yeah, he, yeah. no, no. I can't say his name because it, it's unfair, but uh, he's a good mate. I love him to pieces and, and quite often share a Guinness or three in the pub after the match. But but he, he's always tweeting his absolute <laughs> horror about when I love him. The more the more he hates and the more I love William, I think. Yeah. There you go. Also, very quickly, the, uh, I thought... Um, uh, Aspilicueta was, was, as you said, was brilliant. I'd, I'd I put him above William in the man of the match. Yeah, I thought he was, he was absolutely consistent. Was <coughs> the um, and and he's he's a better player for us, I think, than um, Luis. Than Luis. Yeah. Mm. Even though I think Luis is a top player, I think he's. A, I, think, I think he's a better defender, but he's not as good yeah. going forward. Yeah, but then it depends what you want. Doesn't I just it? think we look a better team with Aspi playing. Yeah, and I'm a More big solid. fan of Luis because I think Luis is a. Yeah, he's Come good, on, he's a right, defender. you lot! I'm going to rein you yeah, lot in yeah, and yeah. get you get some sort of order here. Funny how it's all chaotic. Well, is it competence versus chaos, Dan? Hey. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing all day on the radio about the general election. Hey. Cap- the, the Conservatives' mantra at the moment is. Competence versus Labour, well, you know, competent it. governance, governance versus Labour chaos. So it's my co- conservative competence to Jonathan's Labour chaos. <laughs> here. There we go. But politics, as Ben Elton would say, right? Okay. Um, I want your nominations for man of the match in it. Well, Hazard was man of the match. Three. I need three <clears throat> nominations. Um, Dave. Dave. And, um, uh, William. William. All right. Hazard. Yeah. Hazard. Okay. Hazard. No, you can't do that. That's very do- Doctor Martin esque. Mm, sorry. All right, you Hazard. don't want to be accused of being Dr. Martinez, no. mate. All right, um, Hazard, Remy, and Aspie. Is, is that what you just said? No, I didn't say Remy. Okay. I said William. I gave William the same as Dan. Blimey, this is like the old days when I got completely lost, lost the track and I had to write them well, down. Hazard's won. So we, we know, know Hazard's won, but I like to be fair. Yeah. So he, got, he gets four, three, four. Mm. Uh, William? No, no, no. William. No, See, I, I, I like William. Two. Two. We both went Remy. Remy. Two Remy's. Yeah, four Remy. Well, four. You, did you go Remy? No, I didn't. So Remy got three. This is great radio. This. Yeah. Yeah. Are you 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 watching this at home? I haven't seen a quill for ages. Chizzy's got to. Don't lie. It's a crayon. Chizzy's got up to nine. No sharp. I'm not going to got up to nine votes now. Any more, he's going to run out of fingers. Don't tell anybody. Right. So you Aspie 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 got three. Yeah. I won't tell you what he's counting on now. Aspie got three. So basically, um, so there you go. You've just mugged off William, you bastards. All right, fair enough. Hazard four, Aspie three, Remy three. So the, the nominations are those. So we all know that Hazard's going to win it. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. you know yeah. goes without saying. All the peeps on here were very much in favour of Hazard, obviously. But William is getting a lot of love. 
Yeah, so there be. you go. You All right, be. I think uh, that we've done that to death and then some. We'll try and be a bit more, a bit more brevity in the next part. Okay. Lots to talk about. I think uh, Dan should speak more. Yeah, I think you should speak I should, less. I should. Keep that that because Dan's always interesting. I mean, I'm allowed to speak a lot because right. I am the kind of the presenter, really. I know you're allowed. I know. Yeah, I know I'm allowed. I have, I have a, dis- I have a note, Jonathan. Get, I have a note from my any, mum. Can we get any coffee in the break? You, yeah, we, I'll get you more coffee. Really, really yeah, it. it's lovely, isn't it? Matchy peachy nice coffee, hand grown by Incas. Yeah, yeah, better Colombian on the way up. It's perfect, you know. Okay, right. We'll be back after a very short break, so I can pour Jonathan a coffee. Will we? We with in a minute. The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Right, uh, it seems like we've never been away. <laughs> For some of us, that's more true than others. Uh, but we are, in fact, back. And uh, I like the fact that we're showing the conversation because they heard the phone go earlier on. It's, it's like, you know, they knew what it was. these are the extras that you can only get on the Mixler uh, kind of web chat thing. Fancast Redux. That's right. Uh, or Because or they've just re-released Blade Runner, haven't they? So it's like Ch- Chelsea Fancast, the final cut. Or something like that. Anyway, uh, this, of course, is the Chelsea Fancast that you are, are listening to. And uh, I am Stamford Chidge, also known as um, the bloke Chidge. who directed Blade Runner, Ridley Scott. That's, <laughs> that's you forgetting that. God, blimey. It's the drugs. Uh, right, OK. Uh, we're in part two, and that's where we're actually going to have a proper chat about the old Stoke game. If you thought we were having a proper chat about it in part one, you were wrong. This is where we have all the big issues that I nicked from Dan. Mainly his five things we learned. From the Chelsea versus... I'm so shameless, aren't I? <laughs> He's sitting right here. Bless him. Anyway, um, I haven't, honestly, to be really honest, mate, I haven't. And as you know, great minds think alike. Of course. Of course. Uh, there's no such thing as plagiarism in this house. Right. Um, I just really wanted to kind of open up with the fact that I actually thought... Because, you know, there's, you know, it's very interesting. I mean, I, I'm sorry to... I know there are people out there who can't abide the fact that one of us might not have actually been at the game... And then we immediately get kind of uh, sent to the naughty step where the plastics have to sit. But I have to fess up that I wasn't actually at the game on Saturday. Oh, shame, I shame. I know. I had I had better things. So, no, no. I, I had uh, other things to do. Uh, basically, I had to avoid getting divorced. So uh, you know, I had to have an appearance. No, well, no, no. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> good, good God, Jonathan. Heaven forbid. Uh, no, but anyway, apart from that, what what it is what is good though is the fact that you when you do watch the game on the old telly. Of course, you can sit there, you know, watching Twitter absolutely indeed. can melt down indeed. for the whole... Oh, right. indeed. indeed. Indeed you did. Yeah. Um, and uh, which you don't normally get at a game because I'm too busy shouting and screaming yeah, or yeah, just being yeah. so pissed I can't even see my phone. But meltdown, 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 mass outbreak of negativity about how crap we are. I, I don't buy that. I thought we played really well. The only thing I would criticise, Dan, is the finishing again. Yeah, yeah, chill. I don't, I don't really understand it. You know, I thought in, particularly in the first half, OK, we weren't breaking through that really, really solid double line of Stoke jam sandwich, red and white striped. Um, but um, they, they were... They, they, Played the ball around well, you know. They looked like a team that knew what it was doing, you know. And and I don't really see why people. And there was quite clearly a bit of a Twitter meltdown because I was there watching it. You you get to see all that. Oh, that's that's the bonus of of, of my job. Sorry, 
what were people melting down about? Well, that we weren't thumping them by lots, and you know, oh, it's just, just just an air of. Can I mean, they get I just the players throw back throw a lot. This out you know. there. I know this is a Chelsea fan cast, but um, they actually defended really well. Yeah, you know, this is a team that got nothing to play for, and basically they work their nuts off. Mm. And also, they're huge. Well, they are huge. Physically. Sorry, what? They're nuts. Good spot, Dan. They're just absolutely massive. They, even, they even basically the are enormous. They defended all, really well, but yeah. I, I couldn't see any part of our game apart from the finishing, the finishing yeah. uh, which which could have been any better. I think it's, it's, the tricky else. thing, though, is, is that business of, of the crosses. When you've got these enormous six foot five people, it has to be such pinpoint stuff. And without Costa playing, I just don't think we're going to. Um, we're going to score from from those crosses, and it's it, it's it, you just need some moment of ingenuity. Which yeah, we, but which they packed the defence, so you can't play we, through we, them. We came up with it, but I thought that the very fact that we were all over them and the possession was so enormous. My my worry all the time, the sick feeling I get, is that we're going to go down the Burnley route, which is. Uh, uh, and then we're going to draw, and the Southampton we're, we're going to draw one one mm. all the time. We're going to keep drawing. Well, this is my point. Sorry. You know, I, I think Dan articulated this brilliantly in the last part. The fact that we. You know our, our 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 tactics and our tempo were spot on for the first half an hour, and we were all over them like a rash. In fact, they even said it on commentary: "Chelsea are all over Stoke like a rash," and they were. And we created. I mean, there's some stupid stat. You know, everybody knows that I take no notice of stats, but there was something like we had 44 touches in the penalty box in the game, and Stoke had four. Well, that kind of says it all in a way. But the point being is that we create. And this is the only thing that frustrates me, and it's been frustrating me all flaming season, is we create so many chances, yeah. but we just don't put them away. And that's where you get your fear from, I think, yeah, and as do I, yeah. is that if you don't put your chances away, anything in a game can happen, and the Charlie Adam goal proved that. Punches chance. Can I take issue? A brilliant Can I take issue with that? Saturday, I think, was a bit of an exception, but I think you're right, we do play well, but we, how many times have we played this season where we've actually played brilliantly and the opposing goalkeeper can go off and fold his kit up and basically... Well, yeah, because had a great game apart from the, Hull, the error he made. We had three shots, didn't we? Yeah. And they went in. Hmm. So I do agree. And I mean, that that's my only bugbear is that we don't shoot enough. Um, and I, I, I go back to the Everton game, if you remember that far back. Yeah, Howard was brilliant. But we weren't shooting enough. We took one shot from outside the box, it went in off a bag of teller legs, and it went well, in. But didn't we did a few shots? Yeah, no, but I, I think Saturday, Saturday I, is is one day where we did actually shoot a lot. And I mean, their goalkeeper Begovic, I think, is a great goalkeeper. I mean, I really do like it. He always plays a worldie at Stamford Bridge, doesn't he? It's funny. Yeah, but I think he does everywhere. I, I no, think he's, he's a good. great goalkeeper. Um, so I think we we do Saturday. We certainly did create a lot, and I, I thought we had a lot. But there are games where we've played where we haven't haven't had as many shots actually on goal made goalkeepers work but you know we have to look at the table yeah well exactly I, mean, I, I, I tell you what you know what, the, the, the interesting thing Clayton and Dan and Jonathan is that the negativity isn't just with the the lunatic fringe on Twitter but also it's a perception in the media and, the, and, and, and they kept on kind of saying it over and over again during the commentary and before the game you know that We've, we've been sticking the place out for the last couple of months. We haven't been playing very well. We've been grinding out results. And we've been, you know, which to a certain extent is true. But I, I thought, well, hang on a minute. Why don't you just call it on what you see? And, and Chelsea did not, like, did not play. did not look like a team that was struggling, that were basically getting away with it, that were grinding out a result. I thought, you know, 
if they actually had some bloody players that you could stick the ball in the back of the net more frequently than they do, then we could have done Stoke 6, 7, 8, you know. Just just on the way we played and the chances we were, cre- cre- uh, we were creating. Also, we, we kept maintained the energy in the Stoke game, which mm. we didn't Very do much, against yeah. um, Southampton. And we could, when they, they had that purple patch against us, that we didn't do against um, Hull. Hull we had a day You've got a fan, Clayton. Have I? Yeah, the lovely Alison. Oh. Uh, she says, Clayton is right. We don't shoot enough, but every team has one player having a worldie. I'm like, this is the trouble with his phone. It kind of like hops up. Uh, a bit like an Easter bunny. Mm. Um, anyway, but every team has one player having a worldie against us, usually the goalie, and I think that's a good point. Martin no, Wickham, good old Martin, says, Sky are desperate to create the illusion of a title race, though. And I think that's true. also true. So there we go. Uh, moving on. Um, well, I mean, you know, just just answer me this. Dan, I'm going to fire this at you. Is the problem poor finishing, good goalkeeping, as, as uh, Clayton was alluding to, or is it just bad luck? Chelsea's problem. Um, with the finishing? With the finishing. I think that there was a specific problem against Stoke, and it was that they decided to go for a draw. And they, they, they set themselves up because they knew Chelsea... If, if, you play, uh, if Chelsea play 80% up the pitch, 80 yards up the pitch, whatever, you know, then if they do it against a team that's poorly organised, they will score a hat full of goals. Mm. If you do it against Stoke, who have decided that they don't want to let any goals in all day, mm. then it's going to be very, very difficult. So I, th- I just think that they defended very well. I mean, there is another interesting thing, just to, as a coder on, on what you've just said and what we've all been saying about the Twitter negativity and the media negativity. Um, as it's coming up to Player of the Year very soon, mm. and, and we are going to do a bit on that in a minute, but... Um, a lot of interviews have been going around asking players and managers who they think the best team are this season and the best player. But nearly every manager said, oh, well, yeah, best team we played this year is Chelsea. Yeah. So actually, that's the reality. Yeah. Chelsea are the best team in the Premier League. So what are you talking about, media and Twitter people? Is it? As you say, I think they need to create um, some kind of friction. Don't they? they do. And also, I mean, it's, it sells paper. It sells papers when you say nasty things about Chelsea. Competence it's, versus it's, chaos it's again, Dan. True, okay. All right, moving swiftly along. Um, it was. Uh, this is really interesting, isn't it? Because of course, poor old Costa uh, really did his hammy properly, and after being on the pitch for ten minutes, to be really honest, I, I was surprised that he came on that soon. I thought, hang on a minute, Jose, it's only one-one. No need to panic. But um, I think the real the real question is, you know, should should he have played? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Jonathan because he, 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 he well, put his I, hand I, up. I, was, I, was under the... <laughs> no, I, I, I put my hand up because I was biting my nail. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I thought you were being polite. Yeah, no, no, I, I, was, I should have I known better. Because uh, you, you could verify this. I was under the impression that the um, the medical staff had said that the scans were fine. Yeah, for him. I heard he that, was, and that he was actually fit. And he, and he made a bit of a statement about it. He said, "I trust my medical staff." And when Jose always says that, I always think he's making <clears> the point that perhaps he's saying the medical staff actually didn't get it right. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot, a bit, bit of bottom covering here, a little bit. Um, I, I think, well, the, the thing with a player with an injury like that is there's never a fit and an unfit. It's all about percentages, isn't it? You know, and uh, obviously someone somewhere along the line has uh, decided to take a bit of a risk on it and they've got it wrong. Um, and the, the, the worry now is, of course, that a minor tear of the hamstring, which is what it was, is two, three weeks. A major tear, which it may well be now, is six weeks. Thank you, good night. <coughs> That's right. I mean, do you know what worries me? You know, I worry easily, as you we all know. I do. I am a warrior and a warrior. Or well, the Americans uh, say a warrior. A warrior. A warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, where would they be from if they could be a warrior? I think from anywhere in America. I don't think they're quite worked you out. You sound a bit like my mate Frankie from New York New York Blues. Warrior. Frankie, Frankie. Frankie. No, he's, do you remember when he came yeah. on, the, he yeah, was on the benches? He said, Frankie, Frankie, yeah, Frankie, what are you yeah, going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. I, love, I love that guy. I love, I love that guy. 
Frankie Frankie yeah that's it da- Darren's mate anyway um, god blimey completely off tangent yeah. um, what worries me is that this has been going on since before we got Costa yeah. if you remember it was his hammy that kept him out of the Champions League and he played and he shouldn't have done it was his hammy that should have kept him out of the World Cup and he played and he shouldn't have done he turns up at Chelsea and his hammy wasn't right and we played him anyway because we obviously wanted him um, num- number one I think if you pull up like that, you have done it properly. That's six weeks. Um, how long do you think? He, I mean, do you think it's a six? Do you think that's yeah, the season? I think though? it's the end of the season. Oh. And I, I wrote a piece actually last week or the week before, or whatever, saying that um, when he pranged his hammy last time, there was a decision to be taken whether to send him off to yeah. the docks to get it stitched up then. Whether he know, does need surgery on it because, he? because and he's needed the surgery since he signed for Chelsea and since before he signed yeah. for Chelsea and Chelsea knew that we haven't yeah. been sold a pup here no, we, no. we knew that this is not a Torres no definitely not um, or Shevchenko but of course the earlier he has the surgery the longer he's got to recuperate for next year yeah. how long would it take for him to recuperate oh I mean it's probably it's not it, again we're about percentages but it'd be nice to have him ready so he can play in pre-season I mean, games and all that sort of thing because you, you know what you know what you know, I've, I've, I've put it here, and, and actually, you know, against what everybody else seemed to be saying in the media, my, my first thought is, you know what, bite the bullet. Yeah. He is so important to us going forward. Just just say, right, his season's over. Get the operation done. Let him have the summer off to get better and fit and have him fighting fit. Because it's clearly affecting his game mentally, I think, which is what Jose alluded to before the match, if you recall. So just accept, accept that we've lost him for the season. Get the surgery done. Get him fit for next season, the Jonathan. The is that he, he has to recover from that. I actually thought when he went off, oops, perhaps we yeah, have we, to buy another big centre forward. Well, I think we do anyway, actually, but that's another point. I mean, because Drogba's going, obviously. Oh, well, I mean, somebody as, as big as, as, as Costa. But if, if Costa is injury-prone, and that's it, you know, you're... Well, there's, that's, do you know what? Sorry to cut across you, but that's yeah. a really good point because and Dan will, and Clayton, I'm sure, we've all been around the game long enough to know this, but when you start doing... I mean, look at Michael Owen. Yeah. Once his hamstring started going, he was never the same player, was he? No. Yeah? I, I think the surgery will sort him out. To be you honest. do? He just needs that doing. It's just everyone... Know, they know exactly what they've got to do. And as soon as how, how old is he? What do they do? He's, he's, he's basically like, t- 25, 26, isn't he? I, 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 mean, I don't think he's 40. You know, I, think, yeah. I think he is actually 25. Think, he's just had a very hard paper <laughs> round, doesn't he? <laughs> to be so, fair, he does look older than me. Yeah. Um. I've told that story about how I played at Stamford Bridge in a charity game in the morning where it was completely empty. Well, it's because you were playing. Yes, exactly. The reason I lasted four minutes because I tore both hands <laughs> at exactly the same time. Can I, can I tell you that it's very interesting? If you tear both hamstrings at the same time, what are you doing? You just fall straight on your face. <laughs> if you tear one hamstring, you can be actually be somebody can take you off, or you can limp off. They you just, do two, you just you go, shuffle off on your bum. Well, no, what you mean? In fact, I had to drag myself. Like I was by the touchline, and the bloke stood over me, and the, the substitute walked over me. He said, "He did very well for three minutes. He looked class." For, for an old bloke, he said, I went, thanks very much indeed. Well, I, th- I think yeah. if he's 25 and 26, then yes, let's, uh, let's get him operated on now. Yeah. Because he's, he's out for the season, isn't yeah. he, sadly? There is... Sorry, no, and is that I, don't, I didn't see any of the press afterwards. But is that why Remy came off immediately after he scored? Because well, we are now yeah. wrapping him in cold water. Yeah, I mean, there, there were two things that happened. One, it was a, a classic Mourinho impact substitution. Mm. Um, you're chasing a game, so you bring on another forward, get the goal, take off the yeah. forward. Yeah, um, so I think that was in the planning. Yeah. But certainly, it looked very much like the cotton wool. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's um, there is a, a silver lining to all this little cloud, and that is that Remy, who has been impeccable all season and hasn't spoken out of line and hasn't gone to the papers and yeah. said I want more football but clearly does want more football 
is now going to get it. Mm. And it's a good time of season for him to get it. Mm. Hopefully, if he gets a run in the team, he keeps scoring goals, he won't he want one off in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I really I like him a lot. I like his attitude. I think he's a fine player as well, he's actually. He's a really nice guy as well. He seems he? a really yeah. sort of quietly spoken, nice, intelligent fellow. Yeah, he's a he bright lad. Specs, doesn't he? Does he? Huh? As a point of interest, there are four people around this table and only one of them isn't wearing specs. Well, who's that? It's you, Jonathan. Oh. But you, you, you did have specs on when you came I in came here. In, I was wearing my shades. Look, he's, he's, cool a, he's a nice guy and, and I think he's a talented player and I would certainly like to see him stay because I think he, 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 you know, I argued on the show a few weeks ago that, you know, we are a bit thin on the ground for strikers compared to the really, you know, like City have got, you know, have had four top strikers, United go that way and I question why we don't um well if we've got costa remy bamford and a another next mm. season that yeah no you don't think i, I still think we need back, I, I, think I don't we need, think bamford's yeah. coming back no. I, I don't want to get i don't want to get i don't want to get into a bamford discussion right now but okay. what, what i will say is that you know it's interesting isn't it i think all of us around this table would now say we're not going to miss costa for the rest of the season, whereas I think if you'd have asked us six months ago, we'd all have been going loopy. And I think actually, for me, the reason is, it's not just because Remy, I think, is a more than adequate replacement. He's already proven that he can score goals. But I would rather have a 100% Costa playing, not a 70% Costa. And I think we've had a 70% Costa since probably October, November. And I think at times it has showed. Yeah. Right? Mm. It's remarkable that he still managed to bang goals in fairly regularly, even though he's Picked seventy percent, you know. Brilliant. But nevertheless, I would rather have one hundred percent Costa than a seventy percent Costa. So, if he's out for the season, so be it. Um, now, one person that I think it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer that we cannot lose at all. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to ask you this: the last time you 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 watched Chelsea when you would like wince every time a player. You know, got tackled. I, I, when I watch Chelsea now, I, I always wince when Hazard has the ball as well as going potty about how brilliant he is. Exactly. Because I, I just, because I, I just know people target him, yeah, yeah. and I, and I, and I do. He must be very fit because he, uh, he just keeps going. He does. Because what was it was um, Hiddings' theory, wasn't it, that the fitter you are, the the less likely you are to be injured. Yeah. That was why Lampard was so wonderful because yeah. he was really, really fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Darren thinks he's really fit too, but I think in another way. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of man love there. So, what, so who was I thinking? Of, what, what, I don't know, I but there are been, there have been players. I mean, like Pat oh, Nevin. Yeah, Pat yeah, Nevin. Yeah. You know, it's the fear of somebody being injured. You know, whatever whatever him. happens, don't injure this bloke because he's, he's yeah, that yeah. important to us. You Alan, know, Alan, Alan Hudson. Well, he did get injured. Indeed. Kerry he injured Dixon. himself. Do you remember that game where Kerry Dixon got? <sighs> Mate, I can hardly remember last week. But no, go that's on. fair enough. There was, there was a I, it was a game. I can't remember who we were playing, but Kerry Dixon. Got injured really badly. He went up for a he went up for a header or something, and he tore his abductor muscles. Oh, yeah, and he was out for. And yeah, I, actually, like, I just thought then because it was like the one end of those of seasons when we yeah. were like third or fourth. Yeah, and we were playing quite yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and he went out, and it was just like okay, fine, we might as well start. Yeah, yeah. and it what is what like, we doing preseason. And it, it, <laughs> in, in those days, it, you know, we didn't have as many good yeah. players, and it, and it or, yeah. you know, you lose Kerry and Bosch. But I, I, I I'm suddenly beginning to get this feeling about Hazard um, you know he has been absolutely consistently brilliant for the entire every, every game we discuss I mean on those little notes on my script for the man of the match when I or, or the ratings when I, I write who, who's caught my eye I've basically not changed Hazard brilliant again for about the last six months I mm. kid you not he, he's always our best player but here's the thing chaps Dan uh, are, we, are we too reliant on him are we becoming too reliant on him 
Um, I, I don't know if you can be too reliant on a player who's one of the best players in the world. I don't I mean, you know, we, we are we are very reliant on him because he's so amazing. Mm. Um, and he is the heart of Chelsea. Chicken and egg, isn't it? It's a little bit, isn't it? Um, and, and, of course, uh, I was talking to... Christophe Terreur, who is worth a follow on Twitter, he's a Christophe Terreur, Terreur, who is a Belgian journalist and uh, works in London. He's HLN in England on Twitter, and uh, he's very close to some of the Belgian guys at Chelsea. And he was saying, of course, that, that in midweek, uh, Hazard was playing for Belgium. Yeah. Mark Wilmots took him off because yeah. he was tired. Yeah. Wilmots is a dick, though. Well, he doesn't. He, he doesn't very, like Hazard. Well, he didn't look very tired on, yeah. on Saturday at Stamford Bridge, did he? But um, Wilmots was digging Hazard out all summer, if you remember, during yeah, the World yeah. Cup. I think maybe there's a, a bit of a, a management strategy at play there, isn't there, with Hazard, um, who maybe sometimes needs a little bit of a rocket up him. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe Wilmots should phone up a real manager like Jose Mourinho and ask him how to manage him. Maybe because yeah, we seem to get the, the best out of him. Style in the World Cup was very peculiar to me. Considering the, the, the good players. Well, I mean, you know, they, they, he thinks the ginger ball boy is better than Hazard, doesn't he? But are, Sorry, De Bruyne, for those interested. Are, um, are uh, Real Madrid too reliant on Cristiano Ronaldo? Well, yeah. Are uh, Barcelona in way, too reliant on well, Messi? Well, yeah, in a way, actually. And so, he's our Ronaldo, he's our Messi. And that, that, that actually, in a funny sort of a way, Dan, kind of proves the point I'm making. Maybe it does, yeah. But in a positive way, yeah? If you see what mm. I mean? You know, because... You wouldn't dig Barcelona or Real Madrid out for for having Messi and Ronaldo and for being too reliant on them when actually they in reality they probably are. If so we were, why should we be so worried? If why we should were I massively, be so worried? if we were massively reliant on Michael Carrick, I'd be worried. Yes, <laughs> but Car- Carrick's in favour now again, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, 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 oh, let's get Carrick in the team. Or, or Stephen Gerrard, perhaps. Yeah. Well, you know, or or that Ooh. absolute oaf, oaf. I think I'm, I'm liking that word. For, for whenever I talk about. Henderson, I will now use oaf, oaf in the same sentence. He's improved. He's an oaf. And he was, what I, I mean, I, I hesitate and don't want to talk about international matches, let alone England, but I think the only thing that made me smile massively was how out of his depth and shit Henderson was proved by playing in, in, in the position he played in against whoever we were playing, Italy. There you go. Did yes, you, did, yes, did, no. Did you, yes. did you actually watch it? I actually did because well, I was that bored. Oh, really? I think the missus must have been out, and I had bugger all else to do, so yeah. I sat there and they were they were never, poor, poor the yeah. first time. And I'll never get those two hours of my. I always say this after England. That's again. two hours of my life. I'll never get back again. I, I, I sat through the England match for two hours in a pub in Glasgow, and it certainly wasn't coming on the television in there. Nope. So um, I, I feel like I bet, I bet the people in the pub were coming on the television though. <laughs> well, they're Scottish, isn't they? They're sweaties, aren't they? You know, that's what they would do because they don't like England. Quite right. I don't like them either. Maybe I shouldn't go and live in Scotland. What's that bar in uh, whenever we go out and see Rangers? Oh, God. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match 
and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jij? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I always forget this. There's a great, great, great bar. In Glasgow Central. Well, there's the Loudon, isn't there? But There's, there's the Horseshoe. The Annie, Annie something. Great breakfast and lots of Mad Rangers fans. But anyway, we digress. Um, okay, uh, he's not tired. He has been brilliant all season. We are too reliant on him, but it doesn't matter. So I'm, I'm just going down my list here. Matter, that's an interesting Matter, point. very good. Mm. Um, an interesting point, because he's, he's not been the same recently, has he? I think he's started to have a few good games. I think the trouble, let's not get into this, but I think the trouble with Matter is is that to get the best out of Matter... Matic, I should say. I Matic. Yes. I think he had a decent game the other day. He's getting back to where he was. He had a dip, bit of he a has, dip. He has been off the ball, though, hasn't But he? I think it happens. You know, yeah. you cannot be 100% brilliant every match. I mean, even I'm not 100% brilliant on the Chelsea fan. No, you are, kid. You oh, are. OK, you OK, are. okay then, Clayton. Um, You've had the bar so high. I have. Interesting you? about Matic. You bloody got over it. So, he you was know. much better on Saturday, but some of this passing was laughable. Yeah, but it happens. But, you, know. you know, we're not on it all the time. No, absolutely. Right, more hazard, please. Yes. Um, uh, it's very interesting, again, following Twitter last week, which one should never do, of course. But um, it's player of the year. Uh, soon. I mean, we would all round this table, of course, say he is a shoe in for it. But is he, Dan? Uh, well, there seems to be a bit of a, a media campaign for Harry, for Harry Kane. Kane. Now, I, I think. But Harry... it's player of the season, not player of the last three I know, months. I know, I, I agree entirely with you, and you know, you, you're, you're talking to the, the converted here, but lovely. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Too late. <laughs> but, you know, people like a story, and they see that as a story. It's, you know, uh, and. Uh, you know, when it comes down to it, player of the season is as much a. Uh, it's like the X factor these days, isn't it? You know, it's all about the. Um, you have to do a the, turn before people vote. It's all about the backstory. It's the narrative. It's not really about what somebody does on the pitch, is it? It should be. I know it should be. Player of the season. Player of the year. He wasn't playing up till November. Kane. So that takes out two months, two and a half months of the season. Um, he. I mean, you know, let's let's be honest. He's done brilliantly, but you couldn't. That you can't compare those two. No, you can't. Well, I mean, can't I, compare them. I, I think you know. Give him young power of the year and pat, yes. him, on well, the, yeah. pat him on the head. Give, give, and no, no, because Hazard should have that as well. That's no, true. I, I, well, he I, won that last year. Oh, didn't but you? I would argue you shouldn't be able to win both. Right. No, and, I agree and, with I, that. and unfortunately, I think Kane might. Um, that there should be a progression. I don't mind him. Get, I don't mind Harry Kane getting young player of the. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. But uh, I think I think trying to take my Chelsea goggles off for a second. I know how difficult that is, but. This is the point. It's player of the season, and we've just been sitting here saying he has been consistently brilliant all season. He has not had one dip in form, and he hasn't well, had one single player of the month. 
No, and Mourinho hasn't, has he? No, no. no. But why would he? Um, but the other, the other thing is, it is player of the season, but it, doesn't it vote? Doesn't the vote come in like two months before the season? Yeah, ends, it's about now, isn't genius it? Genius thing, but oh, stupid in my book. But, but isn't that more PFA though? Isn't it? Isn't yeah. the writers a bit later? The writers is a little bit later. But the PFA. Do, do you get a vote in that? No, I don't because I'm not. I'm not with the sports writers. Federation Association. Why not? Because, well, just because I, I'm a member of the NUJ, mate, brother. You know. He's much broader than that. His church is much broader, isn't it? Indeed, he, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just more of a commie, I think, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm too tight to pay the fees. Well, you should be, really, because you could, you could give him a run for your money there, mate. I tell you, old Ash, you know. He should win it. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah, all right. Uh, now, you were going on about the Ballon d'Or uh, on Twitter yes. earlier today. You yes. think you might, might have a crack at that? I don't think he'll win it this season. Um, but I'm, my point I was making was that one day um, Eden Hazard will win the Ballon d'Or. And then he'll bugger off the to Real question, Madrid. That's no, what you're going to already be there. I, but I think... <laughs> but Cheeky. I, and this is what I was saying, yes. Yeah. I think in order to win the Ballon d'Or, he has to win the Champions League. Yeah. And the question is whether he does that with Chelsea or with Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, I think if he wins it with Chelsea, then it will make it a lot easier for him to stay, obviously. Yeah. But I think that's it's, it's something to do with also what the squad is for next year as well. I think what... Hazard, remember, came to Chelsea because we won the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hazard wants to win the Champions League. He wants to get the biggest trophy in football. Um, and he just wants to win the biggest things. And if we can't deliver that for him, then he may get frustrated. Well, maybe he should try and help us do that. That would be a good answer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long do you think you'll stay then, Dan? Hopefully forever. It'd be great, wouldn't it? All right, OK. I think that's a really lovely way to end that chat on Hazard. Uh, because I want to do a bit of a chat on Courtois. Can I... Sorry, and, uh, this is a big topic, but I just want to... Before, I know, you, as, as, it's, as you're a debutant, I will allow you to fra- off, flagrantly off abuse the rules, Clayton. For, I just want to go off script for, for one second because can we just say, can we just say, <laughs> go on, go on. what a bunch of thugs Stoke? Oh, well, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. Could I just the, say the, that? It's, it's, it's the mirror image of their manager. Who I have to say. I love. I loved it when he did it for us. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I loved it so much. But I love it. I don't know about you, but I just thought they were excessive on Saturday. They like that all the time, and they got seven yellow cards or six yellow cards. And who was and They it should that... have had two reds, but they didn't. Mas- Mas- the referee they didn't show one. No, they showed one foul, and they didn't mention it at all. Uh, uh, who, who Adams on Fabregas. Yeah, apparently Fabregas deliberately put his nose into Adams's elbow according to mention the day. With the fact that Adams initially went down and then realised there was blood all over his face. So went ah oh, and actually sort of petted him and just stroked there, him. There couldn't head. have been a more inappropriate person on that pitch to score such a superb goal Which than leads Charlie in Adam. Perfectly no, 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 to your next point. Oh, well, you come and leave it to the professional here, Clayton, to Sorry. bring us back on track. You know, skillful. But what an arse he is! What an arse he is! Yeah, but occasionally uh, very skillful. But he's a nasty, been. dirty little pub player. Basically, that's all he is. <laughs> I, I used to play against people like Charlie Adam every week when I was a kid playing on Sunday. His, his left uh, part of that's his shorts rose up, and he kept showing us his left buttock. He's an arse. Going, oh, please put it away. But he is, he's, oh, he, he's a thug. He's a thug in football shorts. He's from Scotland, you know, without getting naughty. Great goal, though. Nicholas Sturgeon would love him, obviously. Goal. Anyway, um, it was a great goal, but here's the thing, old fruit. Um, I think we're going to give, we'll give Clayton the, 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 the kind of the anchor role on this. Careful how you say you that. You said anchor, didn't you? I did yeah. say anchor. Oh. Um, but was it Courtois' fault? Or Cortez, as Glenn Hoddle called him. I was I made my day. It made my day. Hoddle called. Anyway, so I, I, you know you can't really fault Cortez on that. And I was like on Twitter, Glenn Hoddle has called him Cortez. What about Cortez? I was so excited, more excited than the match. Made in Spanish. Anyway, uh, was it his fault? 
Um, you're asking me. I'm asking you're, you. No, Clayton's Clay, he's, he's, he's anchoring. He's going to have the, the final say on that. I didn't blame him at all, actually, because I thought that it was so unlikely. I mean, it, was it Jose said that he thought that he wasn't concentrating because we were so much up in their half all the time. Yeah. But, you know, to be fair, um, uh, it was such a brilliant strike and such an opportunity strike, and he was 66 yards away that... Uh, um, I, I couldn't really remember. The second he hit it, I actually said to Lynn next to me, oh, you're the focus of my attention, because I was doing it. She's the person I speak to the most. I said, that's a goal. And then it just was, you know, because it just looked the right trajectory. And I thought, he's not going to get to that. So uh, you just sort of give in and go, it's a great goal. It's a goal! So I, 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 I'm not blaming Courtois at all. Good. Well, I think you, you obviously saw it before Courtois did. Because yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> and that's part. You of had the a good view of that, I'd have thought. You were probably right in line with where he kicked it, actually, weren't you? Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a brilliant goal, but I do blame Courtois to a large extent. Um, but I don't just blame Courtois um, because it's part of the tactics. He's been told to stand high indeed, up. Indeed, indeed, he's part of. Absolutely agree. Yes. When Chelsea play the high line as they did yeah. on Saturday, yeah. he's told to come thirty, forty yards yeah. or whatever it is out. Yeah. And you saw immediately after he let it in, he went straight back and stood in exactly the same place yeah. because. Mourinho and Christophe Lollichon have told him to do that. Um, now, um, he, I don't think you'd have got had Petr Cech been in goal. Petr Cech, one of the big things that both, both keepers have pluses and minuses about their games, but one of the things that Cech has is this incredible focus. I think he's got it more than any yeah, other keeper I've ever seen. Absolutely right. And I don't think Cech would have let that goal in because I think he'd have had his eye on the ball he'd, a little bit more than Courtois did. Adam, or seen what he was about yes, to do. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and that is the beauty of Petr Cech. We're going to talk about Cech um, in the next part, actually, but I, that's, I, I couldn't agree more. For my part, I mean, again, this is t- Twitter absolutely going potty about Courtois. Blame him. People that I know, love and respect as well were digging him out. And I thought, hang on a minute, you know, as, as, as Dan said, it's very much part of the game plan here is that, 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 you know, that you will often find keepers like Courtois, not the only one in the Premier League who will, you know, that they, they see themselves as almost like an auxiliary defender. So they, they will often stand quite a way out when teams like Chelsea are attacking and in the opposition's final third, as they are most of the time. So, I mean, you know, could he have been standing a bit further back? Yes. Uh the fact that he was standing that high up, I accept because it's part of the way they play the game. I think Dan's point about the concentration is is quite valid. Um, but at the end of the day, surely you've got to apply that horrible little runt for executing such a fantastic shot because that wasn't a hoof. You know, that wasn't that wasn't Cundy from the halfway line. You know, or, or Rooney's volley. Or Beckham's. Beckham's was good, I think, to be fair. Frank he, he hit that like a... In 1962, yeah, he, and it was disallowed for offside. OK, Grandad. Two players in front of him. He hit it like a seven iron. He hit it. I mean, he had... Or as Glenn Hoddle said, a bit of swaz on it. Swaz. A bit of swaz. It was. Superb it, 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 it goal. Yeah. You know, so you... Which and I think that's why Courtois didn't was get it. At the end. He wasn't looking at the goal. He'd gone right his head right over the ball. Apparently it was a perfect parabolic curve of 81 metres. Wow, how about that? We know that, don't we? Yeah. we but it was, that. I, well, I'm impressed by that. Yeah. I think actually the fact that it had so much swaz, as Glenn Hoddle said, on it was, was what stopped Courtois from saving it because the ball was moving around and... He did well to get a hand on it, to be honest. So I don't blame Cortez. Come on, go but on, the final word to at goalie fifty nine. Mm. Don't let me down, Clayton. I'm not going to let you down. Um, it was a fantastic strike, and I think if it would have been anybody other than that thug, then we would have all actually waxed lyrical about how skillful yeah. and how clever it was. Yeah. Um, it was a fantastic was. shot. Should he have been where he was? Well, yes, he should. But I, the only thing that I say, and, and Dan hit the nail on the head, was concentration. He wasn't watching. 
basically he was not aware of what mm. was happening if he would have been watching his position would have been irrelevant because he would have been adjusted he would have gone back and he would have done whatever and it would have been a tremendous save mm. um but yes it was but i don't know if we want to save this for the check conversation but the like you say the meltdown against him was just ridiculous i mean part of my shtick is the fact that I want to see young players brought through. We have got a 22-year-old goalkeeper who basically, this is his first season in the Premiership. He's going to make mistakes. He's made mistakes. He's also been brilliant. And at the end of the season, if we win the league, we have brought through a 22-year-old goalkeeper and he's got a championship under his belt. Petr Cech, as... Jose said is an institution he is he's brilliant and it's heartbreaking I love him he's basically I love sitting Petr on Cech. the bench because he is a fantastic fantastic goalkeeper but I've said this all along i said it in my article and what have you we couldn't afford to in my opinion we couldn't afford to let him go and I know people saying well Czech's probably more loyal than Courtois but I personally I don't think it was a risk we could have taken um, but going back yes pretend, I'd say 60-40 60 brilliance 40 maybe Maybe seventy thirty, slightly harsher or more realistic than us. Which goalkeepers union and all that. I mean, I will say actually, much to their. I, I, this is why. This is why I love the people that listen to this show. Actually, they're very sensible, level-headed people, unlike me who presents it. But they're all fairly much the same. They're saying, look, you know, I wouldn't dig him out. You know, mm. it was a super goal, but yes, of course, you can always say you could do better. You know, and I yeah. think that's fair mm. enough. Can I, can I chuck in something else, uh, another potential reason? It'd be interesting to hear your, mm-hmm. your, your theory on this, Clayton. Um, Christophe Lollichon gave an interview a little while ago yeah, I read it. in the French press where he said that long-range goal, goals often come against keepers who wear really bright yellow shirts. You, we, mm. you read the same thing. Yeah. He said because the striker can pick out or the, yeah. the, 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 the goalkeeper from a long way. Mm. Now, Courtois always, if he can, wears yellow. It's a superstition thing. He prefers to wear it for Belgium. When he can, he, he, looks, he likes to look like a banana. Doesn't yeah, he? he preferred to wear it at Atletico, and he likes to wear it at Chelsea. Is there anything in that at all, or is it nonsense? Uh, well, it, it has to be a focal point because basically, somebody's standing there like in a fluorescent jacket, like yeah. in a car. They're a marker, aren't they? You know, it's we're, like having we're, a, a we're goalkeepers, and, and I, I, I think that every goalkeeper should wear green. I think you know, I do too. He should wear black, like Lev Yashin. Oh, oh, now, yes. just, now, yeah. the, now this is goalie porn. We <laughs> all agree. <laughs> Benetti is, is better, better than Yashin. Oh, just please don't. You'll get me all excited. Not, uh, no, we'll uh, give him a jolly good thrashing. And no, and Osgood is better than you say, Beyond. United are in for a thrashing. Or Tottenham. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, but yeah, yes, I mean, if the goalkeeper's wearing green and the grass is green, then it's hardler. But no, I, I, I don't I, I don't know. That's hard to hard I to thought think, didn't, didn't Czech start wearing orange because it was like deemed to be... I mean, this is quite. I remember when we used to do this on the show. It made me laugh a lot. But Czech started wearing orange because they kind of worked out scientifically that it was the the best colour to wear to put strikers off. And then right, almost, right. I mean, after he after he started wearing orange, people were putting goals past him for fun, which I did point out on the show, and I, I kind of enjoyed the irony of that. But so there may be something in your in your theory that they. I mean, they it's do. My, they do. They do take it very seriously. It's not the my theory. The it's, it's no no greater luminary than All right. Christoph Lollichon. Okay, boys. Much as I, I'd love to so talk about this. At the end of that, then will, will, will superstition take over? Oh, I think you'll carry on wearing yellow. <laughs> we have got to go to another part, Jonathan. And uh, after the break, we will be asking, where has Oscar gone? <sighs> 
for the latest opinions and news, check out the Football Fancast forum and blogs. Read what your fellow fans have to say and join in the banter. Okie dokie, we are back. I am Stanford Chidge, of course, and you're listening to the Chelsea Fancast. Some of you are listening uh, live uh, and direct on Mixler, and the others uh, are listening to it tomorrow on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud, and I've just completely ruined the space-time continuum, haven't I, Clayton? Yep. But there you go. Anyway, I have got with me wonderful people this week. Clayton Beerman, uh, the best writer on the Chelsea Fancast website. In fact, if you want to read some of uh, Clayton's blogs, he's done some great ones on Petter Check, so ferret them out. They'll be in the... Um, Tales from the Shed section on the website. Anyway, Clayton's with me tonight. The lovely Jonathan Kidd, who oh, I've, I've missed so. terribly. And, of oh. course, the great, wonderful Dan Levine, who writes so much good stuff so frequently that I feel duty-bound to nick it for okay, the show yeah. every week. He now knows, so he'll never be on here again if he's got any sense. But there we go. Right, OK, without much further ado, um, whilst I'm talking, I'm getting a text message from my wife. It'll be very interesting to see... Oh, right, OK. I better read that in the break, actually. It's a, it's a long one. Uh oh. Okay, the boys know why I'm a bit trepidatious about reading a text message from. Okay, I'll tell you all because it'd be rude to like. Incl- I kind of like drove up from Hampshire to come and do the podcast tonight, and I'm going to be staying in London because that's what I do after doing the podcast. Are you staying here? Well, I normally do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and half, half, halfway up, I realised that I still have my wife's cash point card in my wallet, oh. and she's about to go to Nottingham tomorrow for the week, and I thought. I think I might be going back to Winchester tonight. But anyway, enough! Oscar, Oscar, wherefore art thou, Oscar? Um, here's the thing, Dan. You know, has he done his usual disappearing? Because he kind of did this last year, too. But, I mean, basically since Christmas, he's been pants for Oscar. He has a bit, hasn't, hasn't he? Hasn't he? He's not looked good at all. And I, I need to preface this before I get... Because there will be haters. Like mm. Sophie Rose, for example, if she listens to this. She's over there? She is over there, of course. Mm. I love Oscar. I love Oscar. When Oscar turned up, I was I was actually happier that we. I'm almost getting tearful. I was happier that we had signed Oscar than we had Hazard. Really, secretly, I thought this guy, this he's going, this this kid, he's he's going to replace Lampard. He's going to be the best midfielder in the world for years to come. He's going to win the World Cup with Brazil, and we can say we've got a Brazilian World Cup winner. You know, I, I I love Oscar. And, and I'm so disappointed that, you know, for the second season in a row, he's gone feckin' AWOL, mate. The funny thing is, last season he had a, a doctor's note, didn't he? Because, yeah. you know, he was... He had a Mourinho, World Cup to play. Mourinho was Brazil. clear that he was just sort of uh, putting, you know, putting on ice for the World Cup. And, and Brazil had such a great World Cup after all, didn't they? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, what's happened to him? He has disappeared. I was talking to an Italian journalist before the game on Saturday. And he said to me... Uh, uh, I won't do the accent. He said, Juventus have put in... Juventus uh, have a put in. No, no, he's Italian. Sorry. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Juventus have a put in. A £30 million bid. For him. For him. Sorry, and, a very old Italian. And I, said, and, yeah. and I said, have they? And he goes, no, no, have they? And it seems between us we were trying to cook up this story he said well you know if you say they have then I'll, I'll write it and I said if you say they have that. Mexican I'll write standoff it. of journalism I love it um, but I wouldn't be surprised I mean if Juventus were to in the paper though him and Ramirez are, are going to go somebody wrote that yeah I mean if, if, yeah, if but just, 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 just rewind this for a second because I mean I, I you know we, we, we alluded to this earlier on that yeah. you know Mourinho uh, you know we know this for a fact I, I, I had a great uh, pint or five with Cundy and the Rose after a game and you know, he he echoed that sentiment that Jose doesn't muck about. If you're not doing it, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he he's he's bru- he's brutal. Yeah. Now rewind a bit. We got rid of Mata, who for two years had been our best player 
in that team. You're, you're my, my favourite subject. Okay. Now. Carry on. He had been our best player in the team, and basically Mourinho looked at Mata and he looked at Oscar and he said, "Nah, you're off. I'm putting my eggs in the Oscar basket." Mm-hmm. So it seems to me to be a bit strange that he's not delivering. And could could Mourinho? Long him off or what? I wouldn't you know? be surprised yeah. at all. I, I mean, yes, get, get to that time of year again where we start deciding whether we're going to take fifty million quid off PSG. Yeah, yeah. it's the second season in a row that he hasn't delivered in the second half of the season. Yep. So I'll be you know, really Mourinho upset. Doesn't, oh, doesn't like that. Can I just kill off a ridiculous one that I've yeah, seen going round for a while? <laughs> that um, Oscar has been rubbish since Matter win, and it's something to do with that. How on earth could it be? I think the logic is that Oscar stopped trying when Matter went. Well, OK, there's, there is a theory there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe I it. I really don't think there's anything in that. But, um, no, I don't can, either. I, can I just I throw yeah, something you have to say, the mate. mix? Where do we think his best position is? Because do we think that maybe Fabregas occupies space that mm. Oscar could potentially be in? I, I don't know. Or I'm just throwing it out there. Him. Because, I mean, unlike you, I love Oscar. I'd hate mm. to see Oscar go because I, I, th- I think it's just one of those things. It's, it's sort of untapped potential. Yeah. It's if you let him go. I mean, I didn't, th- I didn't think he was that awful. I mean, his attempt on goal on Saturday was pathetic. Um, do you know what? But I don't it, do you think know what? he was It awful. looked a lot better on TV. It's one of those odd occasions where actually well, not you know being where, there. Yeah, no, where he's sitting right behind yeah. that. He's just bird, like, didn't he, for that? Really? Well, yeah. I, I, but I, I didn't think he was as awful as, as all that on Saturday. I thought he was unlucky to get what, the book at half time. What he seems to do is he, he seems to try, when he tries harder, yeah. you can see him doing yeah. it, he gets a bit more physical. And and he's he's not very good at it. And even if he's the early tackling, which he was a very good tackler earlier on in his his, his his career with Chelsea, he seems to just miss time everything. And I always think there's something just just not working with him. But part of part of the what we did in the first half and, and to a lesser degree in, in the second half on Saturday was we were doing those passing triangles again. We looked like we did at the beginning of the season at times in the first half, considering we were playing against like trees. You know, the the passing, and Oscar was, was part of that. Oscar and Hazard and Fabregas, there were all these lovely little triangles and we were getting the ball through them. So I, I think it would be a great shame if he went. I really do. I, I don't what want to lose him. What was the quote that Mourinho said about him in the, in the paper? Something about he, he wasn't, wasn't brutal. It wasn't that he wasn't playing very well. He just simply just wasn't good enough. He simply wasn't good enough. That's what he said. Yeah, he, he, he said, said that. Uh-oh. Which is a is is a, a bit of a. Bye bye. I mean, actually, I I just like to pick up um, on on Clayton's point actually, which I, I thought was spot on. I mean, I've been saying this uh, on this show since the autumn, certainly uh, about Oscar's position. I I really think that Oscar should play in the deeper role with Matic. I think that his game is more suited to that actually, and I think Fabregas should be playing in the number ten role because his game is more suited to that. And here's why. Actually, I disagree with you about Oscar's physicality. I think for somebody who, who looks quite slight, I think he's a strong kid, and I think he can tackle. I mean, yeah, I remember... He's not been timing it well. Well, you know, that can happen, but I think basically he can mix it, you know, and I think Fabregas couldn't tackle that fecking table leg, mate. You know, he can't it's tackle. I know. He can't tackle, okay? And I think that I, I, whilst I understand why he plays in, in you know, in a, in a kind of... Uh, deeper role with Matic is so that he can exploit space because he's harder to pick up. I get that. I think with his creativity, he needs to be at the number 10 role because effectively he's always trying to play that role when he plays. And actually, I think I think it's, it's you know, I think we're vulnerable defensively when we have Fabregas playing in the deeper role next to Matic. But I think Oscar should be tried there. Well, because he, and where does Fabregas go? He goes forward. to the number 10. Yeah. Dan. Fabregas Jonathan. plays... 
Fabregas plays Swap back Swap them round, basically. Fabregas plays back, back there because Matic is his bag carrier. Matic yeah. gives Fabregas the freedom to be Fabregas. Yeah, they then have more room. But then that, 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 that adds weight to, I think, the argument you were saying, or Clay, uh, Clayton was saying, that Fabregas and Oscar get in each other's way then. Maybe, yeah. Uh, There's certainly a good, good case for that. You know, but I, I, think, I think that Oscar is a player, from what I've seen in the two, years, the two or three years he's been there, I think he's more disciplined than, than Fabregas. I think Fabregas, it doesn't bother me that he's not disciplined. I think, actually, you need to have at least one player who can you know, roam around where he doesn't. I mean, I know you can say that about Hazard, but you know, I, I, I would just like to see Fabregas further up the pitch linking up with Hazard, William uh, and Costa. And I just think that the Oscar's probably more suited to a more, uh, well, a deeper role. I wouldn't say a defensive role because he's got the legs to get up and down the pitch. He's got a great range of passing, you know. And I think actually putting him in that role would take the pressure off him as well. I mean, if you think about it, he's always either been played a number 10 role or he's been played a bit wider, but there's been a pressure on him to deliver and be creative, you know. And I think after that first goal he scored, you know, against Juventus. It's like, wow, you know, we thought, what a player this kid's going to be. Maybe there's a bit of pressure on him to deliver that. I think playing him in a deeper role, that pressure would go off. Just my final point on this. That role is the role that, you know, basically they start to try and put Frank Lampard in. But Frank Lampard didn't and couldn't, didn't want to play that role or couldn't play that role, we don't know. Oscar could, because he has the legs to do it. Frank didn't have the legs to do it anymore. Oscar could. Does he want to do that? Well, there we go. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. But I think I think Oscar can tackle. I know he can. I be, because I think that's why he stayed and matter went. I think that's part of what Jose wants is people that can tackle uh, and do the hard graph, which perhaps matter wasn't suited for. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to inform you I'm getting an awful lot of love for my great big diatribe. So there you go. Okay. I shall leave it with that. We, we should to, move on because... Quick, quick, quick. We have to accept the fact that if he goes... That's the way the club is. Run. Well, yeah, like and, we were saying and, earlier, and you can't have any kind of yeah. Um, uh, what's the word? Um, one rule for one, one rule for another. Yeah, but we yeah. were saying about Quadrado, isn't it? And I mean, you know, I, 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 I would be gutted if Oscar went, but if jo- if Josie Mourinho wants, Mourinho to go, wants him out, you, you know, to go, you, you yeah, know, I trust the guy. What did we? What did we pay for? Um, for Oscar, about twenty million, wasn't it? More than that, was it? Twenty-five. Oh, no, between twenty and thirty, it wasn't over thirty. I reckon if they get a bid for more than we paid. I think they might. It's the world we live in. That's their policy, isn't it? All right, okay, we've got to, we've got to move on because uh, we're, we're... I don't know how, but we're like horrendously over time. I don't know how that happened. Anyway, the, 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 it was like a two-hour show when Martin was here, and of course I immediately blamed it on Martin. Well, now I realise that there's only one common denominator between this show and last show. This table. No, me. Uh, same table, obviously, but uh, so I know who's blamed. Right, so very, very quickly on all of this. Uh, I just want to really talk about the crowd. Because I, I mean, I know I wasn't there. It's a bit of a cop out for me to say this, but for everybody, I say cop. Okay, um, a bit Please of a, a bit of a misnomer Thank from you. me uh, because I wasn't there. But uh, I do, you know, a lot of mates who were, and they, the crowd, and I could hear it on the telly actually. I mean, the crowd were excellent in the second half. Um, I love that. The, remarkable. Yeah, exactly. And I, I thought the Matthew Harding's Blue Eye Army oh. was a revelation. Whoever decided to pitch yeah, up with that one, there's a guy who sits at the back of the Matthew Harding or he doesn't sit because he stands and he's so I'm in gate 50 so he must be 14 or 13 
and he's always berating people because they're not singing and he's giving everybody well, a hard time. Come on, he's standing yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. come on, he's come on. Exhorters and he, uh, he or his his cohorts started the Matthew Harley's Burn. Okay, I take it all back Harley's for taking the piss out of you. Well done. And then it just grew and, and for it just got taken up. So and that means forever, didn't yeah. it? So hang on a minute, this was in the upper, not the lower. Yeah, it was the upper. No, really? I'm about to excuse really? me while I pick myself up. I, I, I might, I might be wrong, but for singing me, it was, in the upper, it was, it was, it was the, up, the whole of the upper, it was like. And also, it was it, it wasn't a single stand up of you hate Tottenham, and there wasn't any reference to, to Tottenham. Gerard. Yeah, it was good anything. songs. Yeah, it good. was all and about Chelsea. Some old ones. I said the uh, yeah. the na 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 Chelsea. La 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 la. I love that. Wonderful. Yeah. And um, it was sorry, there, was, there was another one. Um, hello, hello, we are the Chelsea boys. Hello. Oh, 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 we're the boys in blue from Division no, that's right, that's it. Oh, we're the boys from that one as well, yeah. And we won't there be were, here for long. Yeah, there was so. I was just. It was, it was actually it was like going away. Because there were a Dan. few blokes that actually. Sorry, Dan, that, that sit almost on a diagonal line between me and you. Mm. And I used to call him the, the, the Mario Stanich fan club. <laughs> Because he he was this guy, brilliant bloke. He had kind of fairly uh, like a bit of a buzz cut, grey hair, old school, brilliant bloke. Loved Stanich, and he was the one that started off started the na 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 Stanich, which of course appeals to people of our age. Bit of deep purple. It's Black Knight. Black Knight. Purple. Absolutely. This is a brilliant song. Hit in 1972. 1970. I think you'll find. I think you're correct. I'm trying to beat combat. Okay. Deep purple in rock. Yes, we can do this. We do a little, little joint. Like, yeah. Deep purple. Shall I do my impression of Ian Gillen? Go on then. <laughs> well, for the teenagers, there. I think yeah. I've, I've now lost the will to live, so I will not do my deep purple in rock. Uh, is that your uh, now that's, that's my impersonation of kid doing a voice. Palace has just got one up. Palace oh, nil. Fantastic. On. Oh, Thanks wow. for letting me know, Jack. Now, Brilliant. back on track, Yes. Um, oh, he also would that. start off doing the hello, hello, we are the Chelsea boys. And he would stand up and get everybody going doing it. So I wonder if it's the same guy, that's all I'm saying. I don't know, but all I know is that it started from back up there yeah. and it just went on and on. And Great, on. it was fantastic. And I'm not for one minute saying that it was like that because it was a 5.30 kickoff and perhaps people have been <laughs> lunching slightly longer. But it, was, but it was fantastic it was. and it just wouldn't stop. <clears throat> Actually, do you know what? The more drunk I am, the less I sing... So I don't think it is to do with the. No, well, maybe music. not. Maybe not. I did make a bit of an effort when I sat in the posh seats with you, only because I was out to embarrass you. The person to the left said, "Do you think you could shut up?" Oh, you did. No, not really. No, you, you. You told me you were such a liar. You said to me that they were impressed that you actually invited a real fan to sit with you yeah, for once. Yeah, there we go. You were all obviously at one end of the ground and I was sat in the middle, so I also... I wasn't. Heard... I was a very long way away from oh, the ground, actually, course, yeah. About 70 miles away. Fair enough, yeah. As the crow flies. Um, it, was me, it was loud. But the shed gave it some good stuff. I was uh, in the uh, east, just behind the away dugout. No, it's, it's, well, spread, right, it's it? spread. Yeah, you could you, see he's that it's just spread. below you. Yeah. It started there, and then it was going into the east. Yeah, that's right. It spread right. all the way. No, no, I was going yeah. to get another chant from the shed. There, there was a, a, a just for the uh, for the for those with long memories. There was a little bit of a we're in the middle, we're in the middle, we're in the middle. Oh, yeah, heard that. The white wall. So okay, just to well, put a lid on it. Uh, no, because uh, we got we got to move on. I was all, got, almost got into a fanny's moment there. So our child of the match this week is. <laughs> 
Scores and hurdles. I love it when they go East End, East End, give us, um, um, not give us away, but give us a, what, no, what's it, East End, give us a song, yeah, yeah. and nothing happens no, at all. No. It's like, it's like, it's, do you know what it's like? It's like the, the committee room. Yeah, song. <laughs> but it is. It's like the pavilion at Lords when people do a Mexican wave. Not that yeah, I ever yeah. encourage Mexican waves, but. Give them a song. Right, enough, <laughs> enough. We do? I've got one. Wear the blues to set them alight. Do you know that one? Question for you. Question for you all, in yes. fact, because you were there and I wasn't. Um, how important was the contribution in the second half of the crowd? Often accused of not getting behind the team when they need it most. Did it make a difference, Dan? Yeah, I think it did. Um, I mean, it's difficult to know, is it? Because uh, you, you, you don't know the alternative if it's not there, do you? Yeah. Uh, but but I, I'm sure the players riff off that sort of stuff when, the, when, when, when Good. fans get on them. Good. Wasn't JT quoted as saying that he, he didn't like it when the fans were quiet because the, the, the nerves, nervousness of the yeah. crowd. And Mourinho's is, been is, saying it all season, yeah, of course, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and allowing fans, therefore, mm. to use that dreadful. Can, so, j- interesting enough, none of the Stoke fans sung mm. Mourinho's right, your fans are right. They didn't sing it because they couldn't do it because no. the, the crowd wasn't there. Yeah, because there was only six of them there. There were. Yeah. Yeah. So a really piss <laughs> poor turnout. Would you want to watch that every week? No, I wouldn't. And it was, you know, Easter weekend, which is fair enough. How much of a concern are Arsenal and Man United, Clayton? Uh, I don't think either one of them are a concern uh, because basically it's all very well playing and getting results where there's no pressure on you, but when it suddenly gets to squeaky bum time and they have to win games, we'll see. But I, my, my view is that basically when we play Arsenal and United... Um, United will we won't lose to either one of them because Jose, Mourinho set up, Jose will set up well, yeah. the, and we the, need there to draw. will be a big bus at uh, the Emirates and United he'll you know he'll sit back and if we if we get the opportunity to win it then we will but we won't lose either one of those games Talk, in, my, in my opinion talking about squeaky bums they're the only two games that really worry me actually because Arsenal are on a roll at the moment we, we, I know we laugh at them all the time and, and so we should it always kind of reminds me of that lovely thing I'd like to put up on Twitter yeah. a lot Stop what you're doing and laugh at Arsenal. I mean, you know, because they are just comedy, aren't they? But they, they're on a real run at the moment. You yeah. know, they are playing well. Sure is a good player. You know, they are playing well and, and something has clicked at Arsenal and that worries me. Uh, and I, think, I, I, I think one of the things that's clicked there is the fixture list. They've had uh, uh, yeah, yeah, quite, quite therein lies the answer. Help, helpful opposition, haven't they? Mm, mm, um, but they, they are, they're on good form. Yeah. Um, United also worry me, actually, because I think they're beginning to get into a bit of a rhythm and a bit of form. You know, Van Gaal seems to have figured it out a bit more. And he's not an idiot, you know, he's a decent manager. And the other thing, of course, he was, you know, jo- Jose was his, you know, uh, DVD boy, wasn't he? Or, or, or I don't know, I think he'd, he'd grown up to be a bit more of an assistant by, by the time Van Gaal turned up at Barcelona. So I just wonder, psychologically, I just wonder psychologically how, I mean, I, I can't believe that Jose Mourinho would be psychologically affected by anybody or anything, but it no. just occurs to me oh, there might be something there, Dan. On form, of the last 30 points available, Chelsea have dropped six, I think it is. Um, Arsenal have only dropped three. Um, United have dropped five. City have dropped fifteen out of thirty yeah. points. They're yeah. tanking. Yeah, they're, they're tanking. Absolutely. But tanking. we knew we knew that two months ago. We were calling that two months yeah, yeah. ago. But um, United and Arsenal aren't, and we've got to play them both. We do, but we've got eight games. Eight games left, is yeah. it? Eight games? Five wins, one draw. Yeah. Well, I don't think we even need. That. We could lose two. I think basically. we, we, we well, only need to win four games. This really. is on the basis that everybody else wins all of their games, yeah, exactly. which they can't really because they're. There are like Man U are playing Man City, yeah. so one of those two can't. But we, we four could, wins will do it, and there are easily yeah. four wins in that. Fixture. But we could lose to both United and Arsenal, and still, and still get our five wins and a draw and win it. But so, we, but we won't. Are we bothered? Are we bothered? We won't. I mean, Man United. It's just been an extraordinary season. They have played the whole season. They're in what third now? Third or fourth? 
without a defence. <laughs> I mean, how's that happened? I don't know. I don't know. I think actually below us, the league's you know gen- general generally uh, fairly even. Stevens, in other words, I mean, I tell you what, <coughs> I, I watched a bit of the Arsenal Liverpool match, and the, the the two conclusions that I drew from that match is that neither of them can defend to save their lives. You know, a decent team. You know, I just thought if we played them, we'd rip them a new one. Liverpool, Liverpool couldn't get out of the 18-yard area. They kept Colo Torre, <laughs> Colo the clown. They missed, Unbelievable. They slightly missed Skirtle, didn't they? Slightly. I mean, it says something when you miss, when you miss Skirtle. Skirtle. But it was interesting when Sterling got that position where was it was it Montana, whatever his name was, was just playing the ball across and he hit the, the kind of same pass that Hazard gave to yeah. to Remy and he overhit it. Yeah. And you thought it's not just not good enough. But the, yeah, I mean, I, I did walk away thinking they're not that good actually. Neither of them, neither of them could defend. I mean, you know, I know it, I know they got duffed up four four one, but they could have been three nil down after twenty minutes, Liverpool. But on the other hand, the second half of that first half, they could have scored two or three goals. Two or three half, yeah. You know, so actually, I think maybe uh, my bum shouldn't be a squeaking as much as it is. When's it going to be decided, Dan? God, we're getting the calendars out, aren't we? I know when I want it to be cited. Well, Liverpool at home. No, no, no. no next games. We've got next Man United. No, I want it to be cited. I want it to be cited away at Palace. Have we still got to go to Palace? Is yeah, away no, Palace? no, they're coming. To they're coming us. to us, oh, aren't they? Yes, because we've been home at Palace. Because then we Liverpool will have to give us a guard of honour the following Ooh, week. Oh yes, oh, please! What a wonderful. lovely thought. Gerard would have to do it. Let's hope that by then they're out of the FA Cup. I doubt Gerard would be anywhere near the pitch at that stage. Um, Would he be playing in the FA Cup final if they get there? They might yeah. bring him on for five minutes. It's his birthday, isn't it? It's his birthday. Yeah. Have you heard that before? No, no, they no, mentioned no, that. No, no. Well, the media you learn all sorts. Well, yeah. He's had his birthday five times, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, so you, you, you're thinking the same, kind of around Palace, Liverpool at home. Um, I'd just like to see us get past Rangers on Saturday first. Yeah. My worry is is that we tend to be to underperform. Well, it's there, another or, cup final for or the them, referee. Isn't it? Yeah, the referee yeah. makes some ludicrous decision yeah. like he. And they, and they sent Lewis off. Was yeah. it, uh, not Lewis. Well, Drogba and, and um, somebody else. Was it Basinga got sent Yeah, off? Boss Winger, wasn't it? Mm. Was it Basinga? Yeah, 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 Basinga yeah, first yeah, and then Drogba. Yeah, and then Drogba, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then, uh, and then, and then um, Mourinho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, AVB no, was, was our manager. That's oh, sorry, I'm thinking yeah. of a different game. The last, the last time. Warnock was, was their manager, wasn't he? And he just we got them to go and complete into our That was the naughty match, wasn't it? That was the naughty one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just what they did. 23rd of October 2011. Yeah, JT. I heard that date in the court case a few times. Indeed, it was indeed. Clayton. Uh, just yes, a final word on when the running for you. I mean, when when do you think it'll be decided? Uh, I I don't know, and I don't care as long as it's done. That's the best. That honest. is the best final word I've had tonight, and because it was the best final word I've had tonight, I'm going to give you the first word on the next thing because I know this is close to your heart. Oh, just say one more thing on that. Um, of when I was last on this show, or maybe the time before, you asked somebody asked me how many points Chelsea will win the league by, and I said seventeen. I said ten. You said ten. Chelsea are currently seven points clear with the game in hand. Mm. Okay, Dan. I like that. That's a good final word too. But I'm still going to ask Clayton That's this right. first. I've got um, I've overtrained. Right. Okay. Check. Yes. Uh, some some bloke ages ago. Yes. Uh, might have been. Wasn't the last show you were on actually, Dan? I think it was the one before that. But you were quite adamant that Check might not go at that stage because you were worried about his elbow and his long term future in the game. In fact, you gave me a bit of an exclusive yes. that night. No, I said I said I didn't think he would go. I said I didn't think he'd go in January, mm. but I thought he would go at the end of the, the season. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You said he had his injuries. But I did say I'll, 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 I'll listen. I'll listen yeah. back to the show and remind you about what you said next week. I think I think I think the bottom line is because it's been in the press for like the last week or so. But I think it's fairly commonly accepted that 
I think he will be going. So on the basis that we think he will be going, which makes me want to shed a bucket load of tears. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, Liverpool, Southampton or Real Madrid seem to have been the ones that were put in the, the pipeline. Well, I don't... I mean, Dan might know um, whether he's got kids. Has he got kids? Yeah, he has. Because, yeah. you know, the, the logical thing would be for him to go to another London club. You would have if thought, you, wouldn't if you? If you do not want to shift your family... Well, Spurs you have also have... been put in the mix, haven't they, actually? Yeah, but we're talking about football teams now. Um, Bosh. But the ideal scenario for me is he goes to Real. Yeah, I agree. part of the deal, Varane comes I the totally way. agree. You know, that, that's a dream scenario. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him go to Arsenal, which I think would be awful because that would strengthen them. Yep. Because Arsene Wenger couldn't pick a goalkeeper if his life depended on nope. him. When I was watching the highlights of the Arsenal Liverpool game, I was just thinking we are, you know, people were coating Courtois, and I'm looking at those two yeah. clowns. They're clowns, absolutely. Come from a long line of clowns. Yeah. I mean, J- Lehman's the best keeper they've had in about the last 15 know, years, Chesney. and he was an idiot. So, well, oh, just they try and make up the Mignolet's wonderful because there's so, a couple of decent saves. And yeah, they, I mean, they, if he goes anywhere. Listen, if he goes anywhere, I'll applaud him when he comes back if he's got yeah, you know, an Arsenal right. shirt. I mean, he can go anywhere apart from Tottenham and I'll applaud him, but he, he wouldn't go there because he's got more brains than that. Well, Carlo did. It was yeah. a, a bit of a mercy job, that, wasn't it? We, we, we did Carlo yeah. a bit of a favour. True enough. Yeah. So what, what, what do you reckon, Dan? Where do you think he's going? I mean, you're, you're the man in the know, unlike us. Where do you think he might go? Um, I think Chelsea would have a big issue if he were to go to a um, another Premier League. Well, apparently side. Roman, according to the press, greenlit it and said that he loves Czech so much he can go wherever he likes. Well, this is the, the question whether they do, like you, like you said, another Cudicini, uh, that it's a mercy job. Um, but I think Chelsea would have a big issue with him going to another Premier League. Well, he, so. I mean, he'll improve he, whatever team he goes course, to. Of yeah. Um, he, he definitely wants to stay in London. Um, right. That's true. So can I just, Spurs, can I just chuck another one, though, in the mix? PSG? PSG need a decent keeper, don't they? Mm. Um, he, he speaks fluent. He speaks fluent French. He could commute, as you say. You know, yeah. he speaks five languages. I know, but French is the one that he speaks. Other than well, he, he came from yeah. Rennes, didn't he? So yes, he yeah. would. And uh, and of course, there, there's the possibility, the likelihood, I think, that when he goes, Lolichon may go with him. Just think how much he would be delighted to uh, playing in front of David Luiz again. <laughs> <laughs> can, bet, can we really thought, do this to Petr Cech? that nightmare was over, didn't it? Can we really do this to Petr Cech? Depends on his ambitions. I mean, he's still quite young in goalkeeping terms and he probably <laughs> thinks he can still win things. And uh, I think you've got more chance of winning something with PSG and Real Madrid than you have with Arsenal. Yeah, but I, I think Dan's got a point. I think he's he's made London his home for a long yeah, time. No, he's got kids saying, here. He's got and kids. that's... Do you know what? That's kind of what worries me about Arsenal or even worse, Spurs. I, I could see... You know, I could I could see it happening at Arsenal, even though, as you said, Wenger couldn't pick a goalkeeper if his life depended on it. Um, and of course, Spurs have got uh, Lloris, which who, who I he'll he'll do. But he's a decent. You think he's he, going? Yeah, he'll be off to Rail then, maybe. He, yeah, no. I I would love it, Dan and uh, Jonathan and Clayton. If 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 Clayton's little theory is is right, which is we let him go to Rail and and do a swapsy and cash for Varane, that would make me very happy. But I don't think that'll happen because I agree with Dan. Jonathan, final word on that. No, I don't. Do you, how much do you think we're going to miss him? What? Okay. Well, no, you don't find How much? Here's a question for you. How, how much do you think we're going to miss him? Um, I don't think we will at all. Okay. I don't miss him. I like that I fighting talk. Well, because 
you know, we've, we've got faith in, in Courtois. Okay. I think Courtois is wonderful. But do, I'm, so I'm, 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 I know I'm, he makes mistakes, but I'm, I, he's, as you say, he's the future and, and brilliant. I'm glad you, 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 you teed me up perfectly. As, as I, you're such a pro. I'm going to have a final word on this, and this is a stat that your mate Jake Cohen tweeted, actually. Oh, really? Sweet. Uh, with Thibaut Courtois, Courtois, Cortez, maybe, yeah. in the net, uh, Chelsea has conceded 26 goals in 26 Premier League matches. With Petr Cech in goal, Chelsea has yet to concede in five Premier League matches. So we won't miss him at all. So apart from the fact that I think that gives us an extra game, doesn't it? Because I don't think we played 31. Well, I, I'm not going to argue with Jake Cohen. You know, no. it's more about numbers than I'll ever know. Okay. Now, on that wonderful point, uh, we are going to have a quick break. And after that, we're going to have some Chelsea Jazz stats, which I'm going to get Jonathan to read out. Oh, sweetie. And, uh, and then we're going to have a week, the weekly Chelsea fan cards roundup. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Welcome back, I am Stanford Chidge and you are listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. This is the home straight, the boys are delighted, they're already checking their watches, but we have Dan here, we have Jonathan here. But there's a point here, it, um, apparently Czech only needs five, uh, yeah, and needs five more games before he gets Premier League. Maybe. No, he's already no, got his, no, man, he's, he's played five, five. He, he's played five. Well, somebody was passing that around. Of course, because yes. they don't know what this is. This, this, this is where you sit. Anything, where you sit. Exactly. Too much of that, mate. Right, Too yeah. much roast beef Good, in Yorkshire pud before the game. Talk to the real supporters, Jonathan. You know. Give him a game every minute. There we go. Now, as you've heard, we have Jonathan Kidd in the house, but of course, the debut-making Clayton Beerman is also here. I nearly called him debutant again, which would have been a bit rude. Let's rock. I think he's been out for quite a while. All right, let's rock. Uh, Jonathan, would you like to read Chelsea Chatter stats this week? There you go. Oh, thanks very much, Dan. Thank you. Hang on. Uh, Chelsea Chatter stats. Ten seconds. Chelsea have now won 2,000 domestic games in their history. Uh, the Blues were awarded their first Premier League penalty at Stamford Bridge for over five months. Blimey, yeah. Um, start of the week. Eden Azar scored Chelsea's 100th Premier League penalty. How about that? For more Chelsea stats and history, go to www.chelseachatter.com and follow him on Twitter at Chelsea Chatter. He's good, Chelsea Chatter. I like him. Well done, Deboy. I, I thought you were, gonna, you were doing that in the style of the Camberwell Carrot. On the first one. Is that a camera? With Null and I? Is, is he like that? I don't remember. Don't you medicine me. Oh, don't you medicine me. All right, OK. We've got to rock on because Dan's got to go. Right, now, um, there's a bit of news as always. Now, first of all, Chelsea Supporters Trust. Join the trust. Get your voice heard by the club. Uh, five quid to become a voting member or free for non-voting members. Sign up at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com so you can attend the meetings, come to the events and vote on the issues that directly affect you and make sure you get your vo- voice heard. Now, uh, all the members get a newsletter every month. Uh, amongst other things, we have quite regular SGMs, as I said. But more importantly, if you want to like go and talk to somebody who's on the trust every match day, one of us is at the CFC UK stall opposite Fulham Broadway. Talking of CFC UK, there's a four-page pullout this month, 
all about the trust and what they've achieved and what they're up to and all of that, which is cracking. So, I mean, I know you get your copies of CFC UK, but I encourage you to read that bit. Tim Rolls was interviewed um, rather nicely by an American journalist. Was he? Yeah, during the week. Oh, right. It was all about... Tim's recollections of, of how the club has changed. It's, it's Excellent strange. stuff. That's lovely. Sorry, I can't give the other chap a, a name check. Right, talking of CFC UK, uh, new one out um, with the CST pullout. And that, that you can get at the home games, obviously, at the CFC UK store opposite Fulham Broadway, as I said. Uh, but also the away game, so it'll be there uh, at QPR next week. Now, if you can't get there, you can always get it digitally by subscribing it's online. Very difficult. Digitally. Digitally. At uh, cfcuk.net. Right, we've got a few emails. Clayton's found something? No, I've, I've just found the Tim thing. I'm just trying to get it up, so to speak. You carry on with okay. your email. I could have given you... You won't get a signal here, mate. You need the Wi-Fi for that. Okay. Trust right. me on this. I'll, I'll retweet it. We're in a back cave. There's no out. signal unless it's Wi-Fi. Right, emails. Emails. Right, oh, we've got a great one from Blake, Jonathan. You'll like this. He says, I, Dear Chelsea Fancast, I deeply miss the Guinness and Celery moments and wish for them to once again become part of the show. He did write it like this. For once of them to become part of the show. Showing highlights of the match from a Chelsea fan's point of view. I hope it is taken into consideration. It sounds like a legal email, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. it? You're being threatened, actually. Yeah, it sounds like a summons or a writ. I hope it is taken into consideration for them to come back. And, of course, that they do indeed come back. Nevertheless. Good word, indeed. Nevertheless. Thank you for the fantastic podcast up the Chelsea. Hmm. Well, I don't know, Blake, is the answer to that. I mean... They take me a long time to do, and they kind of require a huge amount of interaction from you lot, and I would find that I would spend all of this time doing them, and then none of you buggers would actually send in any nominations or anything, so I thought, well, what's the point? What's the point? You always come up with something that none of us have seen. Yeah, and nobody else understood. Nobody cares about. And so I kind of, we still do the Man of the Match in the first part of the show, and I think what we'll do is, rather than have nominations and stuff, we will bring Guinness and Celery Moments... And you know, in and chant of the match, kind of into the main body of the show. So, how about that as a compromise, Blake? Let me know if you like that, Jonathan. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Right. Um, right. A couple of tweets we had which tickled me pink. Uh, Edward Simakoyloyi. Uh, this is I've got no chance of reading. Simakoyloyi. What do you reckon, Dan? I can't even see it. Edward Simakoyloyi. Okay, I might have got there in the end. There you go. Right, he says, five wins and a draw. Come on, Blues, nearly there. Quite right, too. Jack Kentala, my yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, Jack, who does films, he's out in the States. He's been, uh, been to Putney Station, had a pint or five with us. At JDK Works. Hell have frozen. Chelsea given a penalty. There we go. As alluded to by Chelsea Chatter Stats. And Mac Bergson. Mac, you, you're in Mixler tonight, so hopefully you're still in here. At Proper Chelsea USA. This is what I like to hear. I agree with the consensus. Audio format of Chelsea Fancast is better. I reserve the right to change my... Another legal type tweet, isn't it? I reserve the right to change my mind next time Sophie Rose is on. Yeah. Yes, OK. I'm Julie, thank you for the warning, Mac. Right, now, I've got a special announcement to make that these guys might be very interested in as well, because I don't think I've shared this with them. That was a criticism of Sophie Rose, wasn't it? No. I reserve the right if she's on. No, no, he, he thinks if she's on... But he, he could change his view. Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps we'll never know. Imagination. You've ruined my launch moment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's, there's something I have to say to you people out there, which should also be of massive interest to the boys around this table, because hopefully it will include them too. Ooh. But I have come across a new thing called Mimi TV, M-E-E-M-E-E-T-V. Which Bertie is kind of, me. Not Bertie me. Yeah. 
Not me, me. TV. David Chidge said to me, me, TV. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't YouTube. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll work on that song for next week and we'll do this much more funnily. Anyway, the bottom line is um, they're kind of a bit like Google Hangout, but better. And in, in view of the fact that we're no longer doing this as a TV show, uh, I, I still think it'd be great fun to have video up there. So basically what it is, it, it, it's a video channel, Mimi TV, and it means that we can do, we can do like mini, mini podcasts. So rather than doing a whole two-hour slog-a-thon like we do on a Monday night, when the mood takes us or, or when it's like after a game or something, all I have to do is I, I get on my computer at home on Skype, I go into my Chelsea Fancast channel, which I've set up, got my webcam up there so you can see my ugly mug and of course the, I'm all wired for sound and I can bring other podcasters in I could like Dan if he's around near his computer or Clayton or Jonathan or Martin or whoever's around we can all be doing like a little mini podcast but the best thing of all other people can come along and do the same and they can join in so we have this whole kind of interactive thing on video going on but we'd like to do it for 10-15 minutes you know we don't have to do it for two hours or I could just do like a, a Chelsea fan, fan cast commute. I could do a solo one, Chelsea fan cast communicate. What you're saying is we're fine. No, I'm saying <laughs> that we have other. We, we know we're, we're growing, Jonathan. But you used to like doing your little video monologues. That's true. Yeah, you know, it's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you need is a computer with a webcam and an so, inbuilt so mic. Going to do my video monologues? No, no. We, we you, you join in. We could do a little kind of just a and you know. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell it's you. Just what, you and me now. I'm going to email you boys about it so you know more about it. But the listeners need to know. So basically, all you have to do out there is to. It's a bit like Mixler, but for video. Yeah. All right. Okay. So go go and sign up at me me m e e m e e dot tv. And then follow the Chelsea Fancast channel. We'll let you know when we plan to do a broadcast. And then, as I said, all you have to do is just request to join in. And it's that simple. All you need is a computer with a webcam and a mic and you're up and running. Any problems, just email me at chelseafancast at gmail.com. Now, we're off. We're off. We're off. Dan's going to get his train. Hallelujah. Make sure you... I've got my car. Thank you. Make sure you send us in some good stories and photos by emailing the show during the week at chelseafancast at gmail.com and I will read them out on the show. We had a few goodies this week, even Blake's and Max legal sounding ones. I still love them anyway. We will be back next Monday, the April the 13th, to report back on the QPR match, and I will be joined by Dr. Mart, Dan Silver, and the legend that is Clive O'Connell, the driver on the wing himself. So that'll be good. good. He is good. Now, don't forget to follow the show uh, on Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast, and make sure you check out the great blogs on our website, particularly the ones written by Clayton Beerman, the mm. star writer. You mm. can find those in the Tales from the Shed bit. But anyway, website, ChelseaFancast.com, uh, and of course, there's all sorts of information on there as to how to listen to and download the show. And of course, don't forget to join our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. And of course, don't forget to read me articles on IBT or IB Times UK Sport at IB Times UK Sport. And of course, I've got a new CFC UK one out. And actually, the CFC UK one this month is all about the youth. Is it? And it also touches a little bit on, on Doherty's Diamonds and Eddie McCready's Blue My Army. So there we go. It's quite for me, quite a good one. Usually okay. mine are complete well, I'm shit. In, but this I'm week in there is as good. well this month. Oh, Thank excellent! You. There we go. Right, enough, enough, enough. You lot got to go. Dan, it has always been an honour and a pleasure to have you on the show. It's been lovely. Great stuff. Now you're back in about a month's time, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, no, no, a bit more than I think. Is it? You right, coming I'm, on for the last one? I am. Actually, do you know what? I have it here. You're in it already. Yeah, the schedule. Yeah, I've done my schedule. When's Dan Levine? Yeah, yeah we, we, first of June. 
Yeah, you're back for the last show. You're back for the review show. We'll have to bring, bring a bottle, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Big bottle of champagne or five. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off the show. Don't worry. You know what? Secret. We'll be champions by then. We will. We'll get rid of it. Uh, we, we'll be champions by the time Clayton's back on, I hope. But no, that is a review show, and there's a very good reason why you're on that show. Not, not, apart from that, I love you to pieces, but you're the only person I can trust who generally sits around the table who can remember anything about the season after the end of it. <laughs> Okay. And unusually for me, it's true though. <laughs> unusually for me, I would have probably been to every game this season. Yeah, unlike the plastics like me. Uh, well said in a very diplomatic way. No, I'm only joking. No, it'd be great to have Dan on, but sadly he won't be back to the last show of the year, which is a shame, really. Uh, Jonathan will be back in a couple of weeks, I think. Although I will look at the schedule, but it's been great to have you. Always, always enjoy. Great to have you on tonight, as always. Love. Fantastic company. Well, lovely to see you back as well, actually. It's been really, really interesting. Do you know what? It's much more fun than the telly, this this one, isn't it? It's very different. It is different. Being involved in it. Yeah. Yeah, Very different because you get more opportunity to. It's much more fun, don't you think? More fun. More fun? Yes. Yeah, I I like it more. Yes. I like it more. There's there's less mugging for the the, the camera. The TV show is dead. Long live the podcast, I say. Now, uh, your first show tonight, uh, Clayton, I think you've been brilliant. And uh, I'm Thank glad to say you much. are coming back in a couple of weeks. I, think, I am. Yes. I am. Unless, yes. Unless you retract Clayton, the invitation you after you've listened no. to this back. Do you know what? Do you know what? It's, it's, what? it's, it's lovely having somebody on the podcast who actually also writes for the website because we don't think we... You know, we we don't do that anymore. Pleasure, mate. Thanks so it's for, lovely. Uh, thanks for putting all my stuff up. Well, there we go. Say. Well, they're fantastic articles, and I'm I'm very grateful for them because they're You're cracking. Very welcome. It's lovely to see you Thank at you. last on the show, and we will see you again soon. Right. Um, lovely to see so many of you in Mixler, uh, and I've enjoyed your company too. Sorry, I got a bit off off the plot and haven't really been talking to you for the last hour, but that's because I, I I've got a small brain and uh, I find it Palace two 0 Oh, come on! No way. Seriously. Well, unless that's on Mitchell. Palace 2 0. Man City are tanking, as Dan Levine revealed not an hour ago. Right, we've got to go, people. Lovely to see all Punchin. of my love. Thank you. Punching. Uh, shit in a minute. You're going to shit in a minute. That's my favourite <laughs> song of last season, that was. Anybody remember Jason Punching having a run off and having a, a, a tom tip? Yeah. Shit in a minute. He's going to shit in a minute. Anyway, I'll leave you on that very happy thought. Uh, many thanks to my wonderful guest this week. I have so enjoyed it, which is why we've been rabbiting on for far too long. The only show that ends with a bowel movement. Absolutely. And, and, and begins with one quite often as well. And some might say the entire two hours is very much like a bowel movement uh, in part. Time to dump off. Yes, exactly. Right, thank you for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. And the Chelsea! It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.